Okay, so it is uh, good to see you all. It is also October 21st, 2018. It's current day. Um, you all have been, um, for the uh, for the Delta Green agents, for people who worked with the organization before, you uh, recently received within the last... Uh, 72 hours, a, um, a small um, package, essentially, that uh, was delivered to a dead drop location known to you because of the organization that included um, information about, some, some very sparse information about an operation that you were being basically conscripted into called Operation Iago, and you were given a location to meet in New Jersey, specifically oh. near... Oh. Not even <laughs> one place remotely. Specifically near Meadowbrook, New Jersey. Um, uh, and this place was not given a name. It was simply a street address, Meadowbrook, New Jersey. Right. Clearly not a postal address, but an actual physical location. And the assumption... For the Delta Green agents, is that you're supposed to go there to get further briefing, in order to maintain some level of uh, security, uh, while uh, sort of avoiding the pitfalls of digital communication. Right. Um, for Lauren and Carly, the two of you uh, were told that. Um, uh, Essentially, that federal agents had um, an upcoming investigation that they needed uh, specifically your uh, field's support in, and that you were um, instructed to appear at this address at this time of night in Meadowbrook, New Jersey. Um, and there, there you would meet with a contact on behalf of this agency, and they would sort of brief you on what needed to be done. I go. Grab a go bag. Great. Drive up. So you're all going? Nobody's nobody's running right now? Not yet. Away? Not yet. Nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that comes later. <laughs> so it's um, it's a little after uh, nine o'clock on October twenty first. You all arrive at this address in in uh, Meadowbrook, New Jersey. Um, you're, uh, who's taking, um, is it, has everyone, uh, caught a plane yeah. to, to Meadowbrook? And maybe, have you rented a car, or are you simply walking from the airport, or are you, do you have friends in the area? Or... I rented the car. Okay. Yeah. So you've got a car. Just got a taxi. Mm-hmm. Right the plane. Some of you already know each other from a previous mm-hmm. mission, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, we would. The two of yeah. you know each other. Michael, Lee, no, Michael, mm-hmm. two of you. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Three of you? Yeah. Oh, the, okay, you're still playing the same game. I'm still mm-hmm. playing Nate, yeah. Oh, yeah, excellent. Yeah, the doctor. <coughs> yeah, so the three of us have known each other. So okay. you may be traveling together, depending on <coughs> how convenient that is. Right. Uh, sure. I'll drive up from D.C. Okay. too long of a drive. Yeah, that's not, that's not too far. Okay, so... Your uh, vehicles all converge as you're coming down the street. It's uh, 
it's a very um, sort of bluish black, just turning into night, uh, sort of evening, um, with a, a light rain. Um, and you can see that the address that you're pulling up to, strangely enough, looks like there is a kind of... It's a kind of building that would be referred to in other places as like a mystery house, if that makes any sense. There's, there are some spread out across the United States that are essentially like, they're sort of compact buildings that are meant to have um, uh, sort of amusements in it a la a carnival or a circus. Mm. Like, there will be like, sort of strange lighting and like weird architecture and stuff like that. It's a it's a tourist trap, essentially. Oh, okay. Um, it's clear as you're pulling up to this place that uh, it, it looks abandoned. It looks like it hasn't seen um, customer or uh, caretaker for some time. Uh, there are sides of the sort of the corrugated metal is rusted and there are areas where the uh, the the grass around the place has been overgrown. The, the uh, parking lot is completely bare. The lights uh, mounted on top of the sort of the massive pole in the middle of the parking lot is not even on. Mm. Um, and uh, the, the place uh, advertises itself as the Meadowbrook Mystery House. Um, but the sign itself appears to be worn and waterlogged. It's clearly uh, old wood that has begun to rot away. Um, and you see uh, no sign of any activity there, but this this checks out. Everything that you've looked at online or with, a, with an, an, an atlas that you might have in the, in the glove compartment of your car, this is the place. Seems like an unusual place to hold a briefing. It does. What, uh, what time of day? It's 9 o'clock at night. It's getting pretty dark. Alright, well. It is. Well. Let's go. I assume we all got the same call? Yes. More than likely. I will introduce myself. Mm. You should. Dr. Elena Laguna, Army Med Corps. I assume the rest of you are also here for the operation? Uh, apparently. I'm not real sure why I'm here. It's your first rodeo? Hmm. That sounds um, somewhat intimidating, but yes, I <laughs> suppose it is. Well, we should probably get inside before we talk any more about it. That sounds, sure. sounds like a good idea. Uh, I will approach the front door. Okay, there is a, uh, there's a series of, there's two, uh, a, a double door section um, uh, towards the front. Uh, you go down a sort of a cracked uh, concrete be- uh, block path to this, uh, this front door. And it's clear that um, you see uh, snatches of, of graffiti of what looks like trash residue that's been thrown on the door. You also see two large planks over the front nailed in place. Well. We could check around. Yeah, I, I don't think this is for the briefing. This this may be the mission. Give me a second. 
I'm going to head back to my car and grab my go bag just to have everything on me. So that you can go. Quick. In case, yeah. <laughs> I see. Goes back for that, for the, for the, for that real handy dandy, real handy dandy rifle. <laughs> oh, hey, I brought this. <laughs> That's weird. Gun. I thought I took this out. Oh, well. <laughs> Guess I'll bring it with me. Good chunk. No, it's a small duffel bag designed to go over the shoulder. Alright, I guess we check the perimeter before we go kicking in the door. Um, okay. Pull out a flashlight and uh, start looking around. Yeah. Okay, give me, uh, give me search rolls if you'd like, if that's what you're going to do, if you're going to kind of mm-hmm. check out the perimeter. Yes. Yeah. 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 Do I get an advantage for using a flashlight? Nope. That sort of enables you to make the search. <laughs> Otherwise, you're doing so at a significant penalty. I was just penalty. trying. That's all. Um, 57 of 60. So am I trying to beat it or stay under it? Uh, a normal success is uh, equal to or below. Okay, so this is straight up like all. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it comes from that same uh, rule set. Search, I'm actually am good at, but I got a 10 out of 60. Nice. Yeah, I got 57 out of 60. So I didn't succeed as well. 85 out of 70. Oh, <laughs> no. 26 out of 60. 38 out of 60. Most of us are pretty alert, I suppose. Everyone like this is spooky. So, uh, who garnered successes? Okay. So, Elena, Tanner... Uh, the two of you are a little preoccupied by the emptiness of the place and the sort of foreboding air to really notice anything, um, given that sort of the group is now sort of splitting up and making their way sort of around the building with with a handful of flashlights. Um, for the rest of you, uh, as you make your way around, it looks like uh, that the place has been... Um, uh, it looks like there are two entrances. Uh, there's the primary entrance, which you just saw, that looks to have been boarded up. Um, and then there is a back entrance, probably a service entrance or for staff, um, that is considerably different. It's not in the sort of memorial style of the of the front double doors. It's a clearly like a industrial kind of door with a push bar and everything like that. But it appears to be locked. Um, as you're making your way around, you can clearly see that this place was not just abandoned, but it looks like condemned, too. Uh, uh, windows have been uh, boarded up. Uh, there's um, sort of uh, places where it looks like uh, parts of the, the actual house itself have kind of, like, broken off. There are bits of splinters and nails and shards of glass here and there uh, scattered amongst the, uh, the, the high-growing grass. Um, it, it's, it clearly hasn't seen activity for, for some time. Um, but you get the notion that if you can somehow figure out a way to, to get through the service, the back entrance, the service entrance, either pick the lock somehow, or, you know, uh, if it's a magnetic lock to kind of separate the, to, to disrupt the magnetic, uh, connection, or maybe trying to... Either use a crowbar or something to maybe pry open a window from the outside and maybe try to climb on in. The windows look large enough that you could conceivably, like, one person could get in and then go inside and open the door or what have you. Have we all converged on the back door? Did you guys 
Yeah, I suppose we all just meet back up. Yeah, mm-hmm. all right. It's gang. it's not a it's not a massive building. It's mm-hmm. it's short enough that you sort of take take about you know a, mi- a couple minutes and then you're there at the back. Right. It's the size of your average like, let's say post office. You know what I mean? It's okay. not it's not all that large. I'll look up at the nearest window. Is it close enough by that I could conceivably climb up there? It looks like if somebody gave you a leg up, you could get onto sort of like the, the lip of the window. Not that there's much to begin with, but you could get kind of a brief handhold there and um, you see that it has been, what well, looks like it's been boarded up. Uh, there's like a single flat um, sheet of wood essentially, like a thin cut sheet that's been placed over and, and it's kind of crudely nailed into place. Before we go hopping inside, uh, maybe we should figure out who used to own this place. Go for it. I'm going to see if I can track down, like, financial records, who's the last person to pay, effectively, rent on this location. I'm going to look around for something to pry the board off with. Maybe check if he can find a reason why it's condemned. There's black mold in here, and then we don't want to be going in. <laughs> we were called here for a reason. If it's black mold, then get your PPE, and we'll just have to go. So you're going to use your smartphone, presumably, to like mm-hmm. to look up some information. Try to so, um, so, so accounting, maybe? publicly available information. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. Oh, do, do, yeah. do me, do me an accounting roll. All right, can I do a, a bureaucracy oh, one. roll? What now? A bureaucracy Ooh. roll for the same time. Yes. <laughs> so did you get zero one? Yeah. Critical success. Very good. <laughs> Jolly good. Yes. <laughs> so the, so some smartphones come out and some some cursory <laughs> googling happens. Um, so, would you, what else? What else does everybody want to do? I wanted to look around and see if I could find something to pry the window open with. Search. Okay. okay. I want to look through into windows. Nothing particular. Okay, that, that wouldn't take necessarily. Around. Yeah, that's what I'm talking. Yeah. That's why I'm, I'm just picking inside. So, yes. as you're making your way around, you're seeing that um, none of the windows are uh, accessible enough to see inside. It looks like they've all been boarded either by a combination of planks or one of those sheets of uh, thin sheets of wood. Perfect. Um, uh, really quick, do we know the pri- like? The priority of this type of mission does that matter? You have like, no information yet. <clears throat> okay, so we're supposed to do it. Okay, that's fine. Yep. So <laughs> never mind. Then you know bring, I didn't bring the big thing. Then. You know your basics fine. as an agent. You know that like you have to get your briefing. Once you get the information, you have to deal with the thing, investigate it to the point, and determine whether or not it's a significant risk. And then contain it if that's necessary. Oh sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just don't think it talks about like priorities and like what equipment that you're Absolutely not. No, but essentially you were given like Operation Iago, cool. yeah, that's um good. you know, uh, urgent reassignment. Yeah, okay, sweet. Really then just I guess this uh, yeah. that. So that's what makes sense to I got a sixty five or sixty, so. Uh, so no, unfortunately you're not able to see anything like there's not even sort of a loose plank that looks strong enough that you could use as kind of like a lever or a fulcrum or something. With a critical success, okay, so you're able to pull up that. It looks like this property uh, for the past 10 years uh, has been um, privately uh, paid for, maintained in a financial sense, that is, mm-hmm. um, by a, uh, a management analyst named Summer Bell. Um, you don't have too much information on her. You know that she's a, uh, a female. It looks like that she is a non-native, um, at least not of New Jersey. Anyway, it looks like she's 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 from out of town. Smart choice. Working for some other firm. Um, 
But uh, with a critical success, you know that something something doesn't add up to you. And based on the information that you're getting, and especially the information that you're not getting, Mm -hmm. the implication is that Summer Bell is a um, a husk identity that they've created. Uh-huh. Who they is, you, you don't know. Mm. Um, to um, maintain this site um, without uh, money being traced back to one individual or organization or another, it's clearly like this is a dummy, a show. Yeah, this is a this is a, this is a dummy person to like. Um, to make sure that this this land is still in their concern. Did I learn anything different with a successful bureaucracy role? Um, you learned much of the same information, uh, but you did learn that Summer Bell uh, is like in her early twenties, um, and that doesn't fit even as a management analyst in her early twenties. That does not fit at all the profile of someone who'd be spending. Um, admittedly not a lot, but a significant amount of money maintaining this land and property in their ownership for what purpose? Like, it doesn't, it doesn't track. It doesn't make any logical sense. So I like to hear those with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, um, the service entrance, mm-hmm. uh, is that a, what type of, is it like a normal door? Is it a... It's one of those sort of metal service doors. It looks like that you could... It's got a handle and a lock, uh, what looks like a key lock, mm-hmm. on the outside. And on the inside, um, you reckon it's one of those things where um, it's a kind of like a like a matte-colored steel door that you could, like... If you were inside the door, you could push that little bar set in the middle of it and open it up. It's mm-hmm. that kind of door. Oh, okay, definitely. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to check it. Okay, yeah, you just like jiggle the handle. It's, it's clearly locked. Right. Yeah. Well, it seems like this place is still being maintained by someone. One of your classic pronoun game they's. They have a name? No. Well, the, the shell does. Uh, one Summer Bell. Yeah, that's not someone's real name. Now, I will say, Tanner, that it is... There is a non-insignificant percent chance that... Delta Green could own this this property. It could just mm-hmm. be that that you do, that you haven't been informed of, they might, of this. Yeah, but then again, it may be in another organization or another individual entirely. It, it's, yeah. There's simply not enough evidence there. We could be looking at a number of things here. For all we know, that we could be walking onto another green box from some other cell. Sure. What's a green box? What is it you guys do? We're here for a meeting, and we're breaking into a house. We're not breaking in yet. We will be. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'll give you a finger gun. <laughs> I'll briefly his introduce other myself hand to the people who don't, of course, <laughs> don't already know. Pleasure to meet you. So we're not just doing this like, hey, you. Hey, you. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Uh, we know each other. Uh, I was told to stick with code names, so you can refer to me as Agent Spooky. For real. I hate you. <laughs> you did this. <laughs> no, I... Yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of weirdos did I get thrown in with? Let's Some very strange ones. 
Let's just say if it is black mold inside, that we can consider that an early Christmas present from Dr. Green. That sounds even more intimidating. <laughs> I'll Same. put it simply. Feels about that. <laughs> you work for an organization that deals with threats that other organizations... Uh, Don't want to do. No, wouldn't even admit exist. We're full on black budget here. That sounds very unhealthy. It is. <laughs> Does anyone think they can get the store open, or should I go climbing? Uh, I can give it a shot. So, are What's you trying to unlock the service door? Or are you trying to open the, uh, the uh, double doors that have been planked over, or are you trying to get into one of the Which one? I'm guessing the double doors that have been planked up look like they'd be easier to force open. I mean, you could, if you had somebody of, maybe if you had like a crowbar or some kind of lever or something like that, or if you're strong enough, you can just like rip those bad boys out and just open the door, yeah. It's a, it's a really minimal security kind of thing. It's mostly, it looks like it's designed to keep out squatters and, and, and hooligans and that sort of thing. Are there a lot like of us. people around to notice? No, um... This uh, yeah, what's around it? This this part of the this it, it looks like uh, it's at the edge of uh, like a quasi suburban neighborhood. Um, uh, you see occasionally tracks of uh, car lights uh, in the distance, but there's nobody. Nobody's gone down this street since you've arrived. All right. Well, if nobody here knows how to pick locks, <clears throat> I'm going to try to brute force my way through the front door. I mean, I can try to pick the back lock if you'd like, but. Is there anything else we want to know before we go wandering into this fun house? I feel like we've dug up just about all Why we can. Why we're here? Well, apparently that's going to be inside. I have a feeling we're going to see what we're going to have an idea of what we're looking at. Let's be. So this is a lot more than just a meeting, isn't it? It is. Absolutely. Usually we get a meeting. This Everything, is. Yeah. This is uh, Not unusual. Standard. Yeah. I, I'll bust the little lockpicks that I've got out of the go bag and. See if we can get any further. Have we lock. tried the back door to see if it's unlocked? Yeah, yeah you did. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm having one of those Doctor Who moments. Cross already <laughs> tried it. It was yeah. definitely unlocked. <laughs> yeah. I'm like 17 on criminology? Amazing. How did you do that? It was unlocked. <laughs> Is that the lockpicking skill? I think it is. Criminology? <laughs> Uh, yes, this is the the part of the RPG experience where we. Try I just to haven't looked at the skills in a while, so I think yeah. it's actually craft lockpick. It could be. It's been a while. All right, where's skills? Uh, it's a good thing to, to, to note for future. That seems like a good reference. one. That will be. It's pretty early in the book, right? No, it's later. It's after. It's in the game. <laughs> Here we go. Navigate. Let's try criminology right. first. Uh, round page 32. Criminology. Knowledge of criminal and conspiratorial behavior. Use in to ad- er, use it to identify and predict criminal behaviors. Um, Craft locksmith to open a lock Ooh, without nice. a key. That I do not have. Okay, so... Let's see. Back to plan one. Criminology will say... So what was your roll? 17 out of 70. Well, even with a a significant negative modifier, you know, like I would say minus 40, 30 or 40, <laughs> you've still made the, the, the game. So you, you know enough about 
um, lock picking from kind of a second hand perspective. Like you know, locks work. You've never actually done the lock picking before, but you think, okay, well, it's, it's I've seen this done. You flick that in. You do this. Pin, something this pin, something, like something about the pin. Like you know. Uh, scientifically, mechanically, how it works, but you've never actually performed it. So it takes you a little longer than you would like to admit, but sure enough, it does actually... The uh, lock disengages. Nice. That's the first time, honestly. Hmm. Just glad I don't have to climb anything. Yeah, I don't think any of us want to get tetanus out here. I'll take point. No, that wouldn't be that way. Lead the way. I will fall over. Snap the holster off my little... Thingy off my holster. You guys get your guns out? You yeah. guns? <laughs> Just... Why do you all have guns? I'm a do not have federal a agent. I mean, it's. Army Medcore. Agent Cross is like, I just like guns. <laughs> Who doesn't want a gun? I imagine your character's like, cool, cool, cool. What? <laughs> Doctor Biology, who's have a gun? Actually, I got a Texas. spare. Do you want? Do you want this one? Yeah. Got my one in my. Which shoe. one were you like? There's an Uzi in here. Yeah. So, so Elena, you're sort of leading the way. I I will lead the way with my um, service revolver that I have. Damn. Essentially, we both have. Three fifty seven revolver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. That's okay. beastly. You you can ask people if they feel lucky. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, how many shots? <laughs> I don't have a written that. I have a flashlight, but I'm going to assume a flashlight's like standard operating like procedure stuff. It's not. Here. It's not a big deal. Almost everybody's got one. Okay. Uh, so you have got your flashlight and your gun and the classic sort of like tack ops kind of. Uh, oh, that's right. I have a gimped arm after that last session. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Holding it a little lighter than you'd like. Yeah. Uh, so you feel the, the, the weight of the revolver sits a little heavy on the arm, but you're able to uh, unlock the door, and uh, as you can see inside, the the, uh, the shaft of light uh, created by the, the, the flashlight cuts uh, a brief window into a completely dark room. Um, you see what looks like some bland, off-white cabinetry near the floor and as you swoop your light left and right to get a better look at this it looks like this is a what you probably describe as like a work kitchen area um sort of a combination between a staff kitchen and a sort of a break room Mm. right uh there is a single door uh leading out um on the opposite wall um in the style of a more traditional wooden door. Okay. We'll <laughs> approach the door and before I open it, I'll I'll listen and see if I can hear anything on the other side. Okay. You give me a what's the uh, alertness? Alert. Stay in this. Nope. <laughs> you got a nope. You rolled a nope. <laughs> So the wood uh, of this door is pretty thick, it's, and, I, and it seems like the place is... All you're hearing is the sound of your fellow mm-hmm. agents and the civilians that you've met sort of shuffling in. Mm. Okay. The place looks relatively clean. Um, okay. It doesn't look to be in a mess. There's not sort of material scattered all along the floor or shelves off their hinges or anything like that. But it's clearly empty. It looks like the place is barren. Okay. 
Um, but you put you put your ear to the door and you just you can't can't hear a thing. I'll open it. Okay. As you open it up, uh, you it opens up inside, like away from you. Yeah. So you're opening the door, and suddenly there's this brief flash of light as um, it, it glares into your eyes. You're momentarily sort of disoriented. And then you realize that it's shining directly into a mirror. Ah. In fact, the entire hallway in front of you is mirrored. Mm. The the floor is not, but the walls and the ceilings. Like Funhouse mirror? Or is it like, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Like, not necessarily distorted in the way that, like, I'm fat in this one, I'm yeah. thin in this one, but there, it's clearly visual distortion oh. going on in all of these, in all of these mirrors. Okay. It's it's got a very disorienting kind of effect. Okay. It looks like that you're able once your eyes kind of adjust to this, you see that there is a what looks like a Y path essentially mm-hmm. breaking off into into t- both the left and the right sections, a couple of feet ahead. Okay. Well, that's great. Do we want to be here all night, or do we want to split up and get this place searched quicker? I'll go right. What a good choice. Left. <laughs> I'll take left, so we have a donkey going both directions. I almost was hoping Everybody's... someone would be like, isn't that what you're not supposed to do? Be like, please, that's only in the movies. So split is <laughs> fine. Split is fine. Everybody stick close. Although I don't know how easily you can get lost in here. More likely you just... Get a nasty bruise walking into a mirror. Nobody get too trigger happy. Yeah, we should be fine for now. Okay. I'll go right as well. Table on that way. Okay, so who's going left and who's going right? I just want to make, make a mental note. Right. Team right, raise your right hands. So Elena, <laughs> so I'll go right. Elena I'll Tanner, go and Laura are going right. And then Cross. No, I'm, not, I'm not Elena. Sorry, uh, Maeve. Maeve. You're going right, and then Elena, Cross, and Carly, Carly are going uh, left. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Correct. So let's. We'll start with um, uh, team, team, left. team left. <laughs> so team left. Uh, you are uh, very slowly making your way through more of these kind of uh, slowly winding corridors. The Actual, the dimensions of the corridors begin to change slightly as you're going through them. You can see that in some cases, you can see that the floor actually dips slightly. There's a bit of a, 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 a decline. The ceiling actually gets shorter in some areas, or you have to kind of hunch a little bit. And all the time, uh, the surroundings are in these sort of image distorting mirrors. You're seeing like Warped, stretched versions of your faces, the the your your weaponry, the shine of of, of, of a flashlight. It's it's a little nauseating, frankly. Mm-hmm. It's 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 disorienting in a in a in a, in a light but uncomfortable way. Um, you uh, continue on for uh, what seems like about five minutes as you're making snaking your way through this through this corridor. And you hear what sounds like a something metal being dropped nearby, like a clank. How nearby? If, I mean, if that makes more sense. Like we're in a hallway, right? Yes. What's what's going on with the hallway? There is a um, there's a four way intersection of a couple of feet in front of you. Oh. It sounds like it came from your right. 
Team right. The lot of you uh, make your way continuing down down this corridor. Um, we'll meet in the middle, and all you people with guns are just going to shoot each other. <laughs> there's a uh, there's a wide open area that sort of uh, em- this corridor empties out into this wide circular space um, with psychedelic uh, uh, painting done on the floor. Uh, it looks like a kind of a, a, a sort of a, a mashup blacklight poster astral projection kind of seven chakra sort of thing going on on the floor. And the walls and the ceilings are still um, uh, uh, mirrored, right? So this this painting is it it's it sparks your eye immediately because it's they reuse some kind of like. Um, luminescent paint uh, which even now kind of still faintly glows in in the dark and you're able to see these sort of like geometric refractions and colors and shapes because of the 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 mirrors and your flashlight causing all this it looks like you're you're basically in a kaleidoscope for lack of a better word you see um, after you, you sort of take in this room that there is um, a single door on the far side of the room. Um, it's a white um, wood-paneled door um, that has a, uh, a screen in it, sort of on the top half. In fact, it looks like one of those sort of farmhouse like porch doors. I'll approach it. Yep, I'll follow. I will gladly stay in the middle. <laughs> the safest spot. So you're going to approach the door? Mm-hmm. Team left. Mm-hmm. So you have heard this noise and from this, from the right-hand side of this, this four-way intersection, which is a, like three or four feet in mm-hmm. front of you. I'm going to point in its direction. Kind of gesture to follow. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Tactical hand signals. Right. So you gesture there, and you're are you going to lead the way and continue to? I will. Yes. To make your way there, okay. So you may hang a right, and you see that there is uh, there's a continuation of the corridor, and then about halfway down this new hallway, you see that the floor becomes mirrored as well. Oh. And it looks like it is also sloping slightly or sort of undulating towards the, the bottom. Not actively, but it's got this kind of sort of wavy quality to mm-hmm. it. It looks like this is meant to be, if you're taking the sort of mystery house thing and running with it, this looks like the 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 vomitorium part of <laughs> the, the mirror maze or whatever this may be. Um, it's going to be like... Very uncomfortable to try to navigate that like efficiently. Okay. Um, as you're making your way there, you hear what sounds like another metal clank coming from directly in front of you, past this sort of uh, uh, nauseating area. Okay. I'm gonna um, sort of like. Cover the flashlight, not completely, but so that we don't have the awful glare sure, off yeah. of everything yeah. and pass through it. Okay, so everyone who is making their way through that section, uh, give me, uh, let's see here, give me constitution checks? Probably con times five? Yeah, it's con times five, exactly. Okay. 
I'm good. I am not good. <laughs> I knew it wasn't going to be good for Michael. <laughs> some, like some like flashback, just when he was going through fun houses as a kid, just made him like sick. <laughs> Do you remember that one time you came here after eating an entire bag of the candy corns? <laughs> Cotton candy and it's all sitting in your stomach. It's too fresh. So, um, so the two of you, um, so Elena and who else is who else is on team left? Carly. So the, the two of you, shakily, unsteadily, slowly, but but eventually make your way to the to the other side, past this sort of disorienting I, area. I think I would actually have to reholster my revolver if I'm going to be shielding the light from the flashlight. Yes, yep, that's right. Yeah. Now, Michael, you are continuing after them. And you find that after a couple of steps, the the darkness, uh, the little light being provided by Lena's flashlight, the glare, and the mm. disorienting mirrors are making you like actively queasy. Now, oh, lose a willpower point. Oh, cute! So As you are trying so to sort of begin. force all that sort of. Queasiness and uncertainty down back into your stomach. Yeah. And, and make your way through. That uncomfortable swallow. Oh, yeah, of course. Mm. Oh. Okay. Pizza and orange juice. Oh. <laughs> Ew. That sounds awful. Okay, so you guys, uh, after some time, Michael obviously takes a little bit longer than, 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 than the two of you, but you make your way. Uh, Towards uh, as you're making your way through, and uh, Lena's light is, is is guiding the way, you see a, a single door. Uh, this one uh, appears to be a. It's not actually a submarine door, <laughs> but it's been like trompe l'oeil like style painted to resemble a submarine door mm. from a certain like if you. Got back a couple of feet and stood there in the mm. right lighting and was like, oh, that's a submarine door. But it's clearly trickery that somebody's done with, like, shading and mm. charoscuro oh, and that sort of thing. Like, it appears to be, like, just a flat panel. There's not, like, a handle or anything. It's just, like, okay. maybe it's a push thing or I don't, I don't know. It's it's clearly a separation between two two sections, but okay. it doesn't have a handle or anything like that. Team right. So you have approached the 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 farmhouse porch door. With me close behind. I just give kind of like a quick glance, see if I can see to the other side, flashlight over it through the screen. Yeah. Okay. So you're kind of taking a look look, look through the screen. Um, the there's a there's a smell of like rusted metal. It's clear that this this grating has been this chicken wire essentially has been put in place kind of crudely and is is kind of. Uh, Weathered, yeah, oxidized over the over, over the years. You shine your light through, and in between the little little slits, you're able to see what looks like a gaunt figure in what looks like a clown costume. Don't you fucking no. dare! No, I unfortunately have to exile clowns oh, from, okay. nope. from the situation. You see uh, a gaunt figure in what looks like a three-piece suit. Sitting in uh, what looks like one of those, um, like late '60s, early '70s, injection molded kind of plastic chairs. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm. 
this room that you're looking into, right, as you see on your periphery, <laughs> on your periphery is similarly mirrored and psychedelicized, basically. Okay. I'm gonna like quickly. It's a significantly over the smaller room. Mm-hmm. Quickly look over the shoulder. There's either somebody in there. Or it's a trick of the light. I'm it's gonna. Be a trick of the light. Probably. Who would be here at this hour aside from us? Well, Why the hell would we be here at this hour? Try the door handle. <laughs> we got called. It's the only reason. I don't know what the hell's wrong with you people. Hey, you showed up. For a meeting. So did we. I'll try the handle. Okay, it's open. Yeah, it's clear. You just swing free. Yeah, push that open. It sort of creaks slightly. Uh, so, are you? How, how are you entering the room? Are you approaching the figure, or are you making a perimeter kind of sweep? What do you, you do? Do the cop thing. I'll do the cop thing with you. Sure. Are you gonna just like swap like flash bang, flash bang? Yeah. Flush bang in the house is near. Not cut. Oh, oh worst mistake ever. We don't we don't cut that hard. I don't think. But no, like you take one side, I'll take the other. You know, and just like kind of sweep the area. If, if yeah. you want to check the edges, uh, I'm probably going to do the almost horror movie classic of approach the figure. Okay. That's cool. I'll check, I, the, I'll check the perimeter while you. Yeah, I'm who thinking is that? like. I'll approach the figure. Tell me who you are. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm gonna get naked and take a shower. <laughs> Remember that? It was a Pablo Francisco bit about, about about horror movies. <laughs> Billy, I'm gonna get naked and take a shower. Okay. <laughs> so so you're gonna approach so, the figure. So flashlight down. So not pointing at the figure, but pointing in that direction. Kind of illuminating feet and legs. Yeah, kind of, and yeah. then hand goes to do the unbutton of the gun, but just hand on it. Don't actually draw because. For all I know, this is literally like a puppet in a seat or some right. guy who snuck in here. Yeah. As you are approaching the figure, you thumb open the, the catch on your holster and grab the the, uh, the grip hilt grip yeah. grip yeah. is that right? Yeah, the grip of your of of your gun. <laughs> grab the hilt of his sword. You hear a what sounds like a heavily digitized voice, um, low. Um, Sort of crackly and clearly distorted, but it's a kind of a digital distortion. Uh, you hear a you hear a voice say, "That won't be necessary, agent." Click it back. <laughs> Interesting place you've got here. Kind of assuming I didn't see the figure sitting there move. It hasn't moved. No. Okay, so uh, assume it's not alive and kind of look around the room as I'm saying that. The rest of the room, this is a similar room as to the previous one. It's still, mm-hmm. the floor and the ceiling are all mirrored. It's a significantly smaller room, still has a kind of, this room has kind of like got a hexagonal kind of structure to okay. it. I would flashlight straight to the Yeah, go face. for it. I mean, yeah. So you take a, yeah. So you flash uh, this, um, you flash your light on this figure. You flash it. It's clearly <laughs> a, it looks like a very tall mannequin. Uh, dressed in a three-piece suit, it's clearly—it's not a um, of modern fashion. It looks like they picked up something out of Goodwill. Like it's mm-hmm. a, it looks like maybe a mid-eighties sort of three-piece suit. And embedded into the um, the uh, mannequin's face, uh, like crudely sort of carved out of the front section and sort of hollowed out. In this, in this small group, in this medium-sized group, I should say, is what looks like a speaker. Okay. Cool. Is this really necessary? 
You never know with these things. Just humor them. I will listen and continue to check the perimeter of the room for anything else. Recent developments have made the need for smoke and mirrors necessary. Quite literally, it seems. Team left. Mm. So, you are, you've approached this trompe l'oeil style door. Uh, it looks like a submarine door. It doesn't appear to have any handles or anything, or any hatches. Or, it appears to be just a flat kind of surface. We'll listen at the door again. You hear what sounds like conversation. Okay. It's the Scooby gang. I was like, these people in that, you're right. I'll carefully nudge the door and see if it's a push. So you nudge the door and it clears to be freely swinging. It's 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 got to be anchored on the inside of the, uh, the the door frame to kind of swing open, much like a a saloon door is not too far from mm. this notion. Okay. Though. Yeah. Okay. Or like a or like an old fashioned kitchen door with a, with a porthole uh, in it or something. Push it open then. Because you push that open and you see. Your fellow agents uh, talking to what looks like a gaunt figure. The doppelgangers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In a room that is mirrored ceiling and walls and has this sort of strange psychedelic kind of uh, uh, luminescent paint painting done on the floor. Okay. Do we hear them? I mean, you see them. Uh, a lot of you are. You hear uh, what sounds like a door, like air entering and a door kind of opening slightly. And you're able to see that your fellow uh, your fellow teammates are on I the I didn't know, side. like, while I was doing the perimeter, suddenly the door opens, like, it's right like, in front of me. <laughs> we just start unloading the guns. No, this is not, I mean, that's some, that's some chill-ass shit. This is not, <laughs> okay. That's not happening here. <laughs> Come on in and join us. This is our briefing. <laughs> just nods and just walks forward. Alright. So I assume you can hear us? That's correct. Well, we've all assembled. What do you need from us? There is a long pause. He's getting some lag. He's still using Skype. (laughs) (laughs) There is a there's a long pause, and then you hear what sounds like, um, like uh, like a lock turning, and you see that on the right hand side of the room. One of the mirror panels actually pops open and swings open. Does it sound at all like the metal noises we were hearing earlier? Yes. Okay. Um, so this this panel is swinging open, and you see stepping out is a similarly gaunt figure, only this time flesh and blood. Okay. Uh, you see a probably probably six foot four. Um, oh God! Sign of on a on a. On a, a <laughs> Gaunt, uh, figured man, clearly in his is probably late fifties, early sixties, okay. um, with a man from Phantasm. 
with a tight boy <laughs> with a tight uh, sort of chin beard and a kind of like not a Lincoln style exactly but mm-hmm. as close as you can get mm-hmm. um, slick back uh, grayish hair and wearing a similar uh, three piece suit only this time it's clear that he spent some that some money was spent on this one this is like some Armani shit right here All right. Um, he steps over the small lip as it, you know, the, the panel didn't re- quite reach the floor. Mm-hmm. He steps with his long legs over and closes the panel and uh, turns back around and sort of adjusts his suit jacket and says, uh, I apologize for the theatrics agents. Uh, I've been in this uh, situation a long time and um, even I get a little sick of the, uh, the new protocols that the higher-ups have us engage in. I hope you won't mind if we continue this uh, briefing in person. Not at all. You see him walk towards the uh, the industrial chair and, with very little effort, pick up the mannequin and just chuck it across the room. That's sort of clattering against the, 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 the nearby mirrored panel. And he takes a seat in the chair and kind of dusts it off, dusts himself off. <clears throat> I'm your contact for this mission. You will know me as O'Malley. Aristocats fan? What? What? You know, the movie, The Aristocats. I'm not familiar. Okay, never mind. It's a stage play, yeah. Really? Hmm. As you know... O'Malley is not my legal name, and I will not be referring to you by your legal names either. You are each dispensable agents. Let me be clear. For those of you who have dealt with the organization before, you're well aware of what that entails. For you, he looks at Carly, and you, Looks at Lauren. You have been volunteered by your superiors to engage in this investigation, one which may prove difficult but will be rewarding. As civilians, Certain um, certain legal issues within the organization have warranted a uh, a new protocol on engaging with civilians. You have the option of refusing this investigation because it is classified at a threat level violent. It necessitates a certain amount of risk on the agent's behalf, and we cannot ask unexperienced civilians to engage in that threat level without some kind of verbal contract. Why was I chosen for this? What is it you do? I'm, I'm a professor of archaeology. You have experience in your field 
that may be relevant to the ongoing investigation. Uh, I, I suppose if I can just take a backseat to the violence part, I <coughs> go along with this. You've got me here in my main prerogative to keep everyone on the team alive. Okay. She's good at it. Ideally, in this particular situation, there will be no <coughs> acts of violence, either done on your behalf or done to you. But as with all operations within the organization, there's no guarantee. And you? Well, I told my superior I was bored. I suppose this is the consequence. What is it that you do? I work at the CDC. Oh. <laughs> the only agents have decided. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you'll find that many of your colleagues at the CDC are a bunch of assholes. He sort of there's a there's a brief crack of a smile. <laughs> it's just like ever so faint. Most of them have heard of us in some way or another. Occasionally, your colleagues will leave for uh, extended periods of absence due to mental health or what they dub uh, spiritual enlightenment uh, we may or may not have connections with their absence I can sense. neither confirm nor deny any of this of course no, that's not close. they're all shit liars so it makes sense Everything. that being said if you agents are or agreed to engage in Operation Iago, then the following information will be of benefit to you. Here are your priorities. You need to determine the cause of death of FBI Special Agent Arthur Donnelly. Donnelly was a veteran agent of our organization, and his death comes as a surprise and a troubling one. The sight of Agent Donnelly's death is in this neighborhood, in Meadowbrook, New Jersey, specifically 1206 Spooner Avenue. In investigating Donnelly's cause of death, you are to investigate the house as well and determine whether or not it represents an ongoing threat Which house? to the public. 1206 Spooner Avenue. It's a house, right? How? There are a lot of things in a house that could kill you. Black mold, for example. <laughs> number of diseases live in the wood like to ignore. Fun. This is not that address, correct? Just want to no, sure. no this is a completely separate <laughs> address. Yeah. Once you've completed those two protocols, you are to contact me and ask for further instructions. What were the two protocols again? Determine what killed him and then... Determine the cause of death and, and investigate 1206 Spooner Avenue and determine whether it's a threat to the public. public. 
You see that he uh, opens he opens the fold of his of his suit jacket and pulls out um, what is instantly recognizable as like a early two thousands era Nokia phone, like a dumb phone. Uh, okay. He hands that to the nearest person. I imagine that would be Tanner. Take it. You can use this Nokia thirty three ten to contact me. You will find that in the contacts section. There are phone numbers for me, your contact, under the name Iago, same as the operation. There is a number and address for two individuals, uh, friendlies, that may be able to assist in your research and investigation. Elizabeth Tucker, a local antiques dealer, and Emil Yarrow, Associate Professor of Abnormal Psychology at Fulton College. Finally, there is the address and number of a storage facility. E-M-I-L-Y-A-R-R-O-W. And Elizabeth Tucker is, as it says. He's a professor of abnormal psychology? Professor of abnormal psychology at Fulton College. F-U-L-T-O-N. Finally, there's the address and number of a storage company, a local storage company, which contains a green box, specifically a green box used by Agent Dolly. Donnelly was found by two agents working for the uh, FBI field office in Trenton. He was found inside the house on 1206 Spooner Avenue. His throat had been cut cleanly. The agents from their debriefing documents described the room looking like someone had set off a bomb full of blood. Was anything else in the room disturbed? Not to my knowledge. Even with significant breathing, bleeding, if he'd had his, <clears throat> his carotid arteries sliced, it shouldn't look like a bomb went off. It's the forensics personnel. Uh, reported consistently with, with your observations. There is simply no way that even a, a thorough cut straight to the neck could produce that much blood in that kind of pattern. Was he missing a significant amount of blood? Yes. Okay. Was he missing a significant amount of his body? No. Clean cut from one side of the neck to the other. It looked as if it was done by a simple blade like that of a straight razor. This was, uh, let's see here. This was three days ago. 
um, time of death, how long he was dead before they found him? It's a matter of, I believe, the coroner's report listed four hours. All right. I assume that he was alive when his neck was cut? The coroner was made by the determine that information. Do you have the, um, is his body still currently, um, interred with the coroner? His body's been recovered and is with uh, a local coroner. So that would be something we could design for ourselves. And I would assume the house is still cordoned off. Yes. The FBI uh, field agents from Trenton took care of that. Alright. So far seems pretty straightforward. Is there any other information you have for us? I can tell you that on its face this may not seem the organization's interest. Agent Donnelly was known among his peers as depressive, uh, often overwhelmed by stress, and obsessive to a certain degree. His suicide, at least that's what the FBI agents are recording it as, seems consistent with that emotional MO. However, there have been a number of incidents at that particular site, including a recent death of a Yamila Isari, the house's former owner. How do you spell that? Y-A-M-I-L-L-A-I-S-A-R-I. The house's former owner, her body was discovered in the precisely same circumstances 16 months before. Sure we're not looking for a serial killer? That's for you to determine, agents. Nice to start. Would you like us to talk to the agents who found Donnelly? I'm afraid they will not be available. The FBI has conveniently swept this under the rug with some prodding on our organization's end, of course. They're not interested in seeing the public embarrassment further of one of their agents having gone off the deep end. It's a matter of discretion. Local police don't want to deal with the notoriety of a serial killer or a... some kind of spook story for the neighborhood. And it's your job, agents, while investigating to keep things tampered down. If you're careful, the public face of this tragedy will remain that. A simple tragedy. Will there be any further resources available to us outside of the green box? The green box should still contain any materials that you need. I'm afraid we are not able to offer you any external support at this time. Is there any reason why you gave us the contact information for Elizabeth, the antique dealer? Elizabeth Tucker, a dealer in antiques, 
from what I understand, the house's former owner stopped the building with several of the antiques from his dealer. And given uh, the organization's interest in foreign objects, there could very well be a threat there. It requires some amount of follow-through. That makes sense. Um, out of character, understanding the uh, how Delta Green operates, when they say friendlies, are these people who know of our organization or just people that they are kind of directing us to they're they're aware of they're aware that they're in some kind of like hush hush thing whether or not they know it is formerly delta formally delta green or not is entirely up to them but they've been usually friendlies have been part of some kind of weird happening and instead of delta green basically disappearing them or trying to like convince them that it was a gas leak or uh-huh. reflected off of venus or, or whatever uh-huh. like um they've instead said like you're going to be exist as a contact for our agents because of your expertise. Sure. So we'll be we'll put you on call. Right. Uh, all right, cool. Sweet. So there's an understanding there that if you go to a Delta Green friend, they friendly something weird. They there. know that you they know that you're part of that organization and that you need information. So they're they're yeah. inclined to help you already. They, that being said, we don't share a lot with them. Oh, right. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, they're not their yeah. their clearance level is yeah. very different. Yeah. Yeah. What where on the um, the threat scale would Violet be? Uh, it would be um, from from what you know. It, even though you have been uh, working for Delta Green, the actual sort of mechanisms of the agency are still very sort of yeah. cloudy and mystical to you, <laughs> obfuscated. Yeah. So um, you have heard uh, a. You've heard orange threat level before and blue threat level before. That seems higher. Blue uh, was actually the threat level of the previous mission that mm-hmm. you were involved with. And from your understanding, it follows the traditional sort of color pattern in that violet would be sort of the topmost end okay. of the threat spectrum. You know that... Um, the blue threat level uh, codification essentially like there's possible damage to civilian lives, to federal lives, to property, like it's a significant risk. So violet must be a serious escalation of, of that. Okay. It, it, it's, you know to employ extreme caution. So to make sure I understand, we have to figure out and solve a problem that other people are ignoring in the hopes that ignorance will change reality. We're supposed to make sure that nobody else knows what's going on. And, and change reality for them. Change reality for them. So that just kind of sums it up. Mm-hmm. The truth doesn't matter to anyone else except for us. I thought that I left the CDC. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't appreciate your glibness, Agent. You'll find that that gets you killed more often than Delta Green's not going to be the one signing your paychecks. Brightside, I'll only find out once. I require this information. Our organization requires this information. And soon. I need you agents to get it done. Do we have a window? 
A nominal one. I would prefer this operation be terminated within 72 hours. If you require more time, contact me via the uh, support device there. And uh, I will see about granting an extension. But work with speed and efficiency. Yes, sir. Good. Okay. That'll be all. Good luck, agents. And with that, he stands up out of the plastic molded chair, goes back to the panel. He he presses on a series on the side, and it sort of pops open. He gets inside, closes it, and you hear the similar of a lock. Don't tell anyone asked him how to get out. I really want to know where that tunnel goes. Just the way we came. Save the curiosity until we find something else. Was your pathway less nauseating? Than ours? Much. It wasn't nauseated at all. Alright, we're going your way then. Yeah. Uh, Cross over here on this lost's dinner. So we should you. go to the well, house first. That. Imagine it the professor is asleep and the other contacts fun. are not at their. Some cookie tossing. This <laughs> is a uh, threat level violet outside of the uh, theoretical ultraviolet classification. <laughs> <laughs> I'd suggest we start with the green box. In the ultraviolet classification, you're already dead. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever, I've ever been a part of something so high. Well, some, something, something ghost protocol. False. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't an impossible mission. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Make it for more of it. How close is the green box? It's the only way to be sure. <laughs> well, at this time of night, I'm going to say it's probably the closest. But it's also likely closed. It's a storage facility. Yes, but uh, as... A lot of storage facilities have 24-hour passes. Mm. If we have the keys. And if Hollywood has taught me anything, it's also really easy to break into them. We can always put that to the test if need be. But we do have roughly three days. I figure we spend one day prep work, find a way to split everybody up. I... Somebody needs to go check on this antiques dealer, Elizabeth. Anybody who knows a lot, perhaps anthropology, maybe a good anthropology over here, right? Anthropology. Anthropology. Archaeology. Archaeology. Ah, yeah. no, I, it is actually anthropology. Oh. Oh, okay. So two people with anthropology. <laughs> cool. So maybe the two of you with anthropology degrees should go. There's a interest. Both of you are both uh, civilian as well, so there's a reason to be there. I also have history. So maybe you can ask some questions, see what they know about anything sold to uh, 1206. Uh, I'd suppose you'd probably have to use the old owner's name, Jamila. Um, Mila what? Isari. Jamila Isari. Mila Light. <laughs> it's Mila time? Mila <laughs> time. Uh, figure out what was sold to her. Uh, see if you can get a manifest or anything like that. Avoid using any high-level credentials if need be, make contact with Cross or myself, and we can flash a badge and get you access if need be, but... It's one of those things we like I don't have to do as much. That's why you call us if you need it. I yeah. can be persuasive. It's one of those things we don't like to use as much as possible, but... It leaves a trail, yeah. especially when we're working on assignment like this. You know, it also leaves a trail, a room full of blood. Yeah, and we've already seen the FBI, our loving organization, likes to cover that up when they can't explain it. That's why I took this job. I like to find out why. That being said, that leaves uh, Emil, 
the abnormal anthropology professor. Abnormal psychology. Abnormal psychology. Mm -hmm. Psychology. And I, I believe Carly's an archaeologist. Is that right? No, I'm an anthropologist. You're an anthro. Okay, it sounds yeah. like you said archaeologist. Right? I did say it, but okay. Looking at my sheet, I'm actually an anthropologist. So the two, of, so Lauren and Carly are both anth anthropology, mm -hmm. right? Okay. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk to the antique dealer, yeah, uh, Elizabeth. So you've made your way back outside of the, the mystery house. Mm -hmm. uh, it's about um, 10 o'clock in the evening. I think um, we should go to the green box first to yeah, see not, what's available there for us. Not terribly late, yeah. but you know that most businesses have already closed mm -hmm. and there, there are people who have gone home for the night. Green box. It sounds like a good idea. Green box. If we want to keep this hush-hush low, maybe we shouldn't be trying to break into this business. Not right away, of course. That's a backup option if we can't find a legitimate way inside All right. or quasi-legal way. <laughs> you always ask nicely. Works pretty well. And I ask with this. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, put the gun down. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> All of them. I'm going to... Um... Put the dick of bandoliers <laughs> off. Yeah. The grenades. <laughs> Mom... <laughs> So what what all information did we get on the green box? We got an address. Just an address. You know that the green box is in a storage facility um, in town. Okay. Um, you know that the phone number and address are uh, listed on the uh, the burner phone that was given to uh, Tanner. Did you also say like unit number? I heard number. I'm not sure if that was building number or unit number. No, he uh, the f phone number. Okay. Ah, okay. It, it may, may you may very well it may be very well listed in the actual the contact information. Give it a quick check and see if it's in there. What's the uh, name of the storage unit? I'll Google it and see if it's twenty four hours or not. Bad idea. So that's some some so you so you look up, up at the contact information. Mm -hmm. It's a place called Meadowbrook Store It. Nice. Uh, Eight nineteen Dulark Lane, and you see there has been a sort of a, a, a small note added to the. Contact information, unit 2230. So do I need to make a roll to Google it and see if it's 20? No, I mean, that's, that's, that's child's Free. plan. Yeah, I mean, you guys have smart phones. I know how to yeah. do that, right? Uh, it looks like... <laughs> it just says, <laughs> open until closed. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like the place has 24-hour access for paying customers. It uh, looks like that they are given some kind of, like... Passcode to open the uh, the initial sort of gate, and uh, they simply take their key and go to their their unit and open it up. But the office uh, it looks like it is open until eleven o'clock. We have no idea who the um, actual owner of the unit is. Well, we can. It was the FBI agent, right? Yes, Arthur. Yeah, Arthur Donnelly. But we don't have the passcode or the key. Or no, but Mr. Donnelly worked for an organization that Malcolm and I worked for. Perhaps we could uh, flash a badge and get access. I will say that um, O'Malley did not specify whether or not the green box was owned by Donnelly, simply used mm. by Donnelly. Mm -hmm. True. And even if it was owned by Donnelly, it's a high assumption that it would be in his name. That's a fair point. It may just be easier to break in at that point. Otherwise, we are going to have to pull some sort of federal level access. I could try some bureaucracy. I'm actually pretty good at that. What are you going to do with that, though? Push What's your angle? Push some papers. 
Portion paint. I mean, one of the classics you can do is always uh, rent a unit adjacent to it and drill a hole in a wall. <laughs> Actually, I can. I don't know. Would it be a bureaucracy check if I say we're there on behalf of the family to clean out his locker? I've got an no, engagement ring. Uh, to be human. Yeah, human. Because yeah. you're trying to sort of. I have well, human. Well, he was 60. There you go. Uh, I think I've got well, it at 80. Let's, let's persuade. Human's like if you're you're reading something. Yeah, human is reading. Or human. Oh, you're right. Yes, my fault. So it persuade would be, is. It would be something like persuade because you're actively trying to like. If you are doing it, it's persuade. I could also go down the persuader. Now, if you wanted to confuse the person at the office with like, look, we filled out forms X and Y on behalf of the State Department <laughs> to do this and this and I this. I could do that. That's bureaucracy. Mm-hmm. I would definitely allow that. Yes, I could do that. I also have an engagement ring if anyone wants 80. to pretend to be the uh, betrothed of the recently deceased. Keep your lies simple, keep them short, make them memorable. Out of character, and that's what we did last time and it worked. The best lies yeah, is <laughs> that was fun. Best lies are parallel with the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, Honest would, deception that would is always the way to go. Some persuade or. or, or, or some well, paperwork, yeah. Well, let's get there hard. first. Let's. We're all going to have to pile in a van or something. No. <laughs> <laughs> you mean this large van with mystery machine airbrushed inside? Sounds nice. full of weapons. You mean this? No, no, that was like three or four days thing? ago. <laughs> yes. I can take somebody with me. Um, the way I see it, we probably want to potentially try a couple of approaches. We don't all want to show up at the same time. And have all of us burned if things go south. If the paper pushing fails, then group B can try in the morning. That way, it's a new person behind the counter. Mm -hmm. All right, let's let's exchange contact info before we split up. I assume you all have burners. I have a phone. Uh, All right, we're gonna go to a shopping mall real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Best Buy. We'll we'll do a quick like. Quick drive over to a Best Buy, get like six old Nokia pebbles or something. Sure, yeah, I'll just just contract phones. Yeah. Come in the plastic cases and stuff. Yeah, um, sure. Grab those real quick and get numbers around. All right, uh, who wants to try this first? Uh, you seem pretty interested. I'll go first. Uh, who wants to go with me? How about you and Michael? FBI agents there for backup and credibility. And in case the uh, bureaucracy isn't quite enough. Sound good? Mm-hmm. Maybe the rest of us look for a motel where we can crash. Sounds good. See we if we can find... Up. We should be on standby in case they get in, shouldn't we? Yeah, but we can sit nearby. Remember, I find Delta Green doesn't care if you, if you go a little out of the way for a nicer room. Just this one. I mean, it's it's your own budget, so yeah, they don't care. <laughs> I just waved the FBI black card, just like. <laughs> you really want to explain that? <laughs> oh, they don't check anything, Bill. Until the day they do. Yeah. Until the day they do. What you clearly haven't spent enough. I tried to do my best not to. So, I. Uh, Cross, I'm sure you came here in your own vehicle. I have my own vehicle. I, I flew in. Do you mind if it sits here for a little bit? I'm, 
rented it, and I really don't like it sitting in this neighborhood <laughs> in front of a house like this. I flew. You can in. pass your keys off to somebody else then. I pass them off to you. I'll take them. I here with two other people, so. I brought my own car. I'm sure. Laura here Vroom. also. I'll assume it was my car. I live close enough to have driven up. Okay. Take you two up at the airport and mm-hmm. get over there. Then you take mine. Mm-hmm. I've got my own. Okay. Yeah. You can borrow my car then, since carpooled up. <laughs> Was it a cool car? It, it's probably something I checked out from the FBI. <laughs> Live in D.C., man. You don't own a car. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> so the, a lot of you are heading over to the, the storage facility, is that right? Yep. With Michael and Carly, Carly. Carly. Taking, taking lead. Yeah. Okay. All right. That way, if things go that. south, two new faces can show up tomorrow, and we can try again. So, um, <clears throat> so you make your way over to um, the, uh, the storage facility. You see that uh, Meadowlark. Um, is uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, Dewlark is the is the the lane that this storage facility is on. My apologies. So so Dewlark is located southwest of Spooner Avenue. Um, so it's a it's it's a a matter of blocks away, but it still takes you time, especially after your excursion to Best Buy, uh, to get over there. You arrive at about 10:40, so you've got about 20 minutes before the the office formally closes. You see, it's a small lot. Well, that's just a that's just a desk, right? It's twenty four hour service for for just access. Yes. Yep. Okay. But but if we can't get in in twenty minutes. It might as well be. Closed. You see the um, you see there are about fifty large storage sheds. They're all surrounded by a, a fence, probably about four meters high, clearly topped with razor wire. So they must take the the um, the security pretty pretty seriously. Um, you see that there is a single two-room trailer standing near the entrance. That's probably the office, given that the lights are still on. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can see that there is, sure enough, a beyond uh, the um, the gate is still uh, the gate is still closed currently, and you can see a small um, smallish. Uh, black uh, keypad panel nearby. Um, we're gonna. So, are you parking and then walking up, or pulling up to the gate? Or I suppose we doing? should. I, I suggest that we um, park. Uh, okay. Walk in. You're driving, so. So you 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 park on the street nearby, and you make your way onto the property. Um, you, well, you make your way towards the gate. Um, you hear a buzz, and the gate sort of slowly lifts Ooh. up, allowing you to pass through. Uh, you see, as you're making your way towards the, uh, the, the trailer, you see the door open, and there is a, uh, a, a guy in his late 20s, um, dressed in, like, just sort of blue jeans and, like, a, like a, uh, like a... Uh, Ralph Lauren kind of polo. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a little balding on, on the top, so clearly, like he's got early sort of thinning hair. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's done. So he's kind of done a 
just like a brief comb over to try to hide the fact. Oh. Um, you see him, he's got uh, his uh, smartphone in, in one hand, with uh, the handle of the door in the other, and he's like, oh yeah, we're, gonna, we're about to close in like 20 minutes. I, I don't know if... I don't know if I can help you. Uh, do you have uh, a storage unit with us already? I produce a stack of papers. Okay. And I say, uh, we're with the law firm, and what was the guy's name? Arthur Donnelly. Arthur Donnelly. I, like, checked some fake paper. Like, <laughs> Arthur Donnelly. Yes. We're with the law firm representing his estate, and we need you to verify the contents of his... Uh, storage facility for things. And of course you need to fill these out and triplicate. So you see him let go of the handle and sort of start to grab the papers. And he, uh, so make your bureaucracy roll. Well, there's one. I apologize for all this. I know it's incredible. 76 of 80. Okay. So you see him grab the papers and he kind of looks at them. He looks back at the... This can't wait until tomorrow. <laughs> the paperwork doesn't have to be done incredibly immediately. It's uh, no worries. We appreciate your time and effort to see if you can get Look. back to them as soon as possible. We really would like to be able to access the, the storage unit as soon as possible. I'm gonna. If you just want to let us in, I can take care of the paperwork. I don't mind doing uh, that. I'm gonna. There it is. I'm just the. I'm just the office clerk, you know. I'm gonna have oh, to. Oh sure, no. I problem. have to talk to my manager about, about this stuff. No, like, no problem. Um, uh, he's he's still on site. Do you want to give me just give me a second? Just okay. Hold on that's for fine. me. That's fine. Uh, you're welcome to come in if you want. I know it's cold. Oh, mm-hmm. thank you, thank you. Hold on, So while they're doing that, I want to um, start googling this address. The, not, not not the storage facility, twelve six Spooner Street, okay, or Spooner Avenue, and see what I can pull up about the murder, about the previous owner. Okay, yeah. whose code is that? Because it now belongs to Lee. This one is fine. Okay, oh, that's no longer yours. Every time. I got a thirty-seven out of forty-one. That is okay. It's a piece of adorable. Professor sweater. Little professor sweater. So cute. He's not so you see that um, the information on 1206 Spooner Avenue from just a simple Googling perspective. Google Maps. Um, I mean, it does give you a Google, Google yeah. Maps like image like on the street. Um, Stare at it. You see that it, it looks like a, a, a relatively uh, unremarkable house. It looks like a small house. High ceilings, probably 2,100, 2,200 square feet. Um, looks like there's a there's a garage, probably two-car garage, given the size of it. Um, some ivy on the north face of the building. Porches in the front and the back. I mean, it gives you a... It's a pretty unremarkable building in what looks like a suburban neighborhood, uh, which is which checks out with the rest of Meadowbrook. It's kind of like a, a suburban, like, light urban neighborhood. Um you see that in terms of like uh, straight information, data, articles, you see there's an article um, uh, posted online um, about uh, Agent Donnelly's death um, in connection with a um, with the house, essentially saying that you know Agent Donnelly committed suicide and that there was a representative from the, the Trenton FBI office. Saying that it was, you know, it was devastating. Makes a plug. Or maybe an extra USB port. 
Um, not nearby, but there is there's one over there. Oh, yeah, awesome. Thank yeah. You. Um, t- saying that he that the Donnelly had visited this house previously, that his body was found in the house. Um, that apparently, uh, according to uh, a local source, that Donnelly was actually interested in purchasing the house at one point. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then the article goes on to sort of point out how prevalent suicide is in law enforcement professions. Yeah. And that's, that's about it. It's, a, it's, a, it's an article that, it's a short article that's been posted in the blog for, a, for the local newspaper. So. Do I get anything on Yamila Asari? Uh, Yamila Asari, uh, you get a lot of like uh, Facebook pages for, for people by that name. Mm-hmm. You get a LinkedIn thing, but nothing, nothing definitive. Nothing, nothing uh, about the previous homeowner? No, actually. Hmm. I have to go to the library for that one. Okay. Check the archive. To the library. It may it, it may be in this case that Google is not able. Uh, Meadowbrook is a small enough part of New Jersey that a lot of the uh, the news and the history is sort of confined to their local media. It's not really yeah. a Google. So you'd have to go like forty pages deep in the Google search result to find one thing from the local newspaper that's connected to X or Y. In the same way that if you tried to Google, I'm sure like. You know, the history of one guy from Gary, Indiana. You know, it's going to be like hours and hours of mm-hmm. pouring through. This <laughs> is what we're getting out of a Hours process. and hours of Michael Jackson, and then yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, the uh, the young man uh, uh, gestures for you, Carly, and, and and Cross to come inside. Um, oh, do I get a, an obituary on Donnelly? The obituary was part of the, the, the newspaper article, essentially. Does it say if he was married? It says that he was survived by an ex-wife. Yes. Mm-hmm. That they had relatively recently, um, at least given the tone, an, an ex-wife, and there was a small quote from her about that, you know, she was shocked and saddened by it. It seemed like they had, you're, you're getting the vibe that they'd had a relatively recent separation. So, probably the fiancé thing might not fly very well. <laughs> probably not. No. <laughs> Depends on why they separated. Now, you do see that in that article uh, from the Meadowbrook Sparrow that, the, that it has kind of a clickbaity title. It does say... Mm-hmm. Another Spooner suicide. So it does reference the fact that, according to this this article, there have been uh, suicides previously in the house. Uh, several. They 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 say multiple, and they don't go on to to name any names or provide any histories or anything. Just mentioning that the site is is known for you know multiple suicides, being the site of multiple suicides. We'll keep poking around for. Anything like Spooner Avenue suicides and things like that. I'm assuming you're not really going to get much more of that. So the two of you are brought into the trailer. Uh, you see that the young man goes into the second room of this sort of two-room 
trailer, and there's some low-tone discussion and then uh, for about a minute or two. And then a, uh, uh, an older gentleman steps through, probably about mid-40s. Got a bit of a gut on him. He's wearing khaki pants and a kind of a, a rough polo, uh, no, not polo, a plaid shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he has got sort of a five o'clock shadow um, and some, some messy hair. But she sort of comes out of his, he, with his fingers, comes out of his face. And he says, uh, Hi, uh, uh, <clears throat> Brian Miglia. I'm the owner of uh, Limbrook Store. How you doing? Now, uh, uh, Cameron here tells me that uh, you've got some kind of uh, interest or claim in one of the units here. Is that right? The short answer is yes. Uh, being associates of his and um, I'm sorry, who are we talking about? The Mr. Uh, Arthur Donnelly, uh, being um, essentially co workers of his. Uh, the oh, yeah, the, uh, the FBI guy, the suicide. Yeah. Um, we have uh, sent to. Uh, Essentially, lay claim and also sift through some of the contents of the, the box itself to make sure things are in the clear, so to speak. So we say into the biz. He looks briefly back at Cameron, who's still in his office, just kind of like mm-hmm. hanging out, looks sort of thumbing through his mm-hmm. smartphone, and he looks at the two of you. I'm afraid I can't do that. You see, uh, I already spoke to uh, some. Uh, FBI agents as part of their initial sort of rounds after this this Donnelly guy's death. Um, he wasn't even listed uh, in the uh, the registration. Uh, apparently, he put it under the name of a Felix Green. Uh, the FBI explained that that was part of their protocol. Yes, of yes, so, yes of uh, you know, frustrating, but not uh, you know nothing illegal, right? Exactly. The problem is that uh, there's a balance to it. Uh, in fact, uh, that fee, the balance for the storage unit and the renewal fee, has been unpaid for nine months now. Uh, we're talking about $1,200. Oh, so until I get that money or some kind of warrant or some kind of official paperwork... I'm afraid I, I can't allow access. I have, I have a business to run, you understand? No, that's no problem. I, uh... <laughs> so this is gonna be a weird roll. Can I use accounting to essentially just make a fake check <laughs> to some hmm. seemingly legit account? <laughs> I don't care if it bounces, I really don't care. But, like... Okay. I don't know if you actually. I don't know if it requires a roll, but that's that's what I want to do. And just be yeah. Like, I mean, you if you want to do real convincing, it, convincing <laughs> forgery, you convincing don't, account. You don't have twelve hundred dollars sitting around to spend. <laughs> it's the principle. Of the it's thing. the principle. It's not my. The asshole didn't pay for it. <laughs> okay, give me an accounting roll. We'll see how believable this check is. Bad 
Unfortunate. 64 out of 50. So, we'll out of the range. So, you take some time to sort of write out this, this check. Sure. Uh, and you hand it to uh, Mr. Miglia, and he mm-hmm. takes the check, and he, we don't, we don't take checks. Oh, sorry about that. Sorry, cash. No, no. Cash credit only. No, no problem. <laughs> All right, then I pay the balance myself. Nice. Do you have twelve hundred dollars? Yeah. <laughs> You're an FBI agent. You look, 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 I'm not a schmuck. Do you have it on you? Otherwise, I'm going to need. I'm going to oh. need a wig and like a push-up bra to convince them that he left his wife for me. <laughs> well, though he did say cash or card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cash or credit. Yeah. Get so if you card. if you have a credit credit card that like can handle a can handle a twelve hundred dollar charge, then any credit card. Uh, I'm I'm annoyed. But Depends. Some of them will give you daily limits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's, it, it's okay. I like to think I like to think I'm not like. But you're a federal employee. You yeah. probably paid well enough. Worst case scenario, and please don't do this. You use the the FBI by black card. <laughs> do this because that's that's no, a, it's, that's a trail I no, don't no, want. No, no, it's, it's it's the personal. It's, it's the personal card. So, which is take un- one for the team. <laughs> I'm just like make it debit if you have to. Yeah, that's why yeah, yeah. he uses that sapphire reserve so we can get all those travel. <laughs> yeah. I think the last time we did this, we had the Delta least. Green wire us the money, and they were very irritated. Yeah, yeah, we did. They, they don't like to do it, <laughs> but. It can basically be somebody else's problem to come up with the money. So yeah. it's like getting another group of players to be like, hey, can you start some money for these guys? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess. The other way I see it is that there's something cool in there. Mm-hmm. I've made my balance anyway. So yeah. it's just, I like to think that's how at least Michael can rationalize any... Any payment? St- yeah, any, any personal payment is just a... A purchase for something cool and probably a greatly discounted price anyway. So this will be a great story you get to tell at a bar when you're smashed. <laughs> and then Delta Green eliminates disappears you later. <laughs> we know it's going to happen eventually. You're going to have a great time listing that in the itinerary for your trip and getting reimbursed from the <laughs> FBI and then getting forcibly retired. Mm. Okay, so since this is an unusual expense, we're sure. between a thousand and five thousand dollars. Um, most agents can't afford to make unusual purchases out of their own pockets without trouble. Mm. So if you're going to use like a personal credit card right. to to pay for this fee, um, you're not going to be able to use it again for the rest of the session. You see what I'm saying? Like you're, oh, I see. Yeah. You get like one unusual. You'll get the one pay. And you, get the like, one, you get the one. Okay. Well, you know, you'll have to find some other means of. Sure, that's fair yeah. because of its it's it's stressing. It's a significant charge. Yeah, I'd be like. Like your bank temporarily locks your card until you verify it, sort of thing. Yeah, well, yeah whatever, some kind yeah. of comes kind of credit bureau. Or not, even, or not even that. Just like I can't, like I don't want to pay for this. Yeah, anymore. I don't have that in checking, <laughs> in savings maybe, but I gotta move some stuff. Right. So annoyed. <laughs> like I was like, sorry, I need that. Give you a check. <laughs> she takes the uh, the credit card. Is oh well, great. No uh, just give me a second. Yeah. I'm going to the office and run this. No by. problem. Sorry for the inconvenience. That's that's quite all right. Uh, Cameron, you come out here and uh, uh, keep these uh, people company. Am I? I'll just just be a second. No problem. So he closes the door behind him and <laughs> <laughs> a notification from my bank. Cameron comes out and is sort of thumbing his smartphone, 
And he sort of looks up briefly and he's like, uh, so you guys with the FBI or? Uh, a little bit of him. He's with the FBI. I'm just a bureaucrat. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just like kicking. <laughs> oh, cool. It's a, it's, 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 a little, it's a little more complicated. Did you ever shoot anybody? What? Did sure. you ever shoot anybody? <laughs> he has lots of guns. Have you ever shot somebody with two guns <laughs> while sailor <laughs> jumping through the air? <laughs> no, I haven't. It'd be really cool. I've been told it's really cool. Cool. Yeah. If you have some other other person, they'll probably be way, be way more likely than that. I don't see a lot of FBI agents. I mean, that's fair. Yeah, I'm just... I just do some paperwork for them. Yeah. You're the background check guy. Yeah, the accountants call people up. <laughs> you see, uh, you see, you swipe through his phone for a couple for for about, about another minute, yeah. sort of looking away. Did you put a fire emblem game? Yeah, awakening. That's pretty cool. No, cool. Really the one that he sort of shakes the smartphone. Oh no, no, because no. it's it's such a pain in the ass. I'm trying to get the drop rates on this fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> I want to pay money, but I keep getting worth over and over. <laughs> Microtransactions, am I right? Yeah. So uh, there's some very brief, very brief, no. very awkward uh, conversation <laughs> amongst the three of you. No, I'm just sitting back and watching this. Well, at and, you and yeah. with him. Um, and uh, about about ten minutes later, uh, the uh, Mr. Miglia comes back out of the office with your card and says. Uh, there's something wrong with our system right now. I've, been, I've tried to run this thing a dozen times. It's simply not taken. I don't know if it's on our side or like the the, the payment processing side. Sure. I don't know what's going on. I tell you what, yeah, so to take this, um, you know, we have we obviously had no plans on uh, evacuating the the unit or, right. or selling it off or whatever. So, like, if you want to come in tomorrow morning, like, we can take care of this right away. Hopefully the system will be back up by then. Not a problem. Thank you. Uh, great. Well, uh, we're we're going to close up yeah, in, like, sure, in like no five problem. minutes, so if you don't mind. That's a pleasure doing business with you. I'll see you again uh, tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. That's good. Smash cut to the meetup. So how'd it go? Oh, fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> the big... So we need plan B? <laughs> no, I, no. I briefly didn't. explained the situation. <laughs> you didn't pay it. Who uh, No, that's that's pretty common, actually. So where Wait, really? So where are the yeah. lot of you meeting? Well, is this immediately Probably after this hotel, is happening? Like, yeah, like parking lot across okay. the way. I'm we were going to be nearby in case they could get right. in. Um, anyway, uh, I t- t- turned to turn to Carly. Something. Uh, understand this is the first time doing this. I'm nothing holding it against you. Uh, some things that typically you just we just kind of. Don't mention right out the gate that we're agents of any sort. Typically, we try to uh, avoid dropping the alphabet. <laughs> no, that's fine. Just don't mention your name. Right. At least not your real name. Right. Or use your personal credit card to put $1,200 on a credit card and then mention you're in the FBI. Yeah, but it's not a personal expense. Not an FBI expense. I understand the nuances, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But right, tomorrow, I'll grab cash. (laughs) Unless we want to do it differently, so. 
Cash would be a better way to go. Yeah. Unless you... No, I mean, like, it was... Want to break know. in, but... I just feel that that's just way more trouble than it's worth. So. Yeah. I like the cost. I did some cursory research on the house on Spooner Avenue. What did you find? While you were doing whatever it was that you were doing up there. Um, good work. <laughs> and... The, one of the um, the articles regarding Donnelly's death made reference to the house being known for multiple suicides throughout its history, which makes it sound like that its history might go beyond Yamila and Donnelly. So this is probably something worth checking out in maybe the library, the newspaper archives, something. Lauren's right up my alley. As as the the rest of the agents are having this conversation and you're sort of, you know, looking around, kind of vaguely connected to this conversation, you notice that um, the so across the street the lights in the trailer go out. Uh, it looks like um, uh, an older man and what looks like a like a like a college kid basically exit. Uh, you see the older man kind of lock the door. Um, where, where is this at? Where were you at meeting up? You're way? basically just at the parking lot across the street. We're just across the street. Oh, good Because we were going to wait if you got in. Right. And um, you see those two figures began to make their way back towards the storage sheds, and they're joined by two other figures. One of whom, give me a search roll. Search or alertness? Search. Okay. Alertness is for danger. Ah, okay. That's, That's right. The difference. That, I, I, that I don't know. One of whom is carrying some kind of object, maybe a tool or something. It's long. Okay. And do I... So I don't... I'm assuming with that shitty roll, I don't recognize either the people that are walking back. Well, I mean, you... Uh, unless um, either Cross or, uh, or Carly gave you descriptions of, you know... Uh, any of the people who work there. You just see some people. Okay. You assume they're... I mean, they came out of the office, so you assume they're the people that they're talking about, but you don't recognize them. They're just figures. Okay. Moving out. I, I would mention to you guys that uh, it seems that they're... Not leaving. Going... Two other figures. thought they were the only two people there. Yeah, they said uh, they were about to lock up and uh, leave. Well, they lied to you. We can't let them get in that green box. I agree. Yeah. I volunteered to stay here and hold down the fort. Sounds like a good idea. I'm gonna see if I can see what it is that the one guy is holding. It looks like a crowbar or something. Yeah, I, I think I want to press against a window. <laughs> no good. That's a critical oh, failure. Yep. Oh. For trying to see what he's holding. <laughs> Smack your head against the window. <laughs> That's also a no. I got a 33. I'm not sure if that's a critical success. That's critical success? Doubles yeah. or crits? No. Right? Isn't it? Oh, no, it's matching dice. That's yeah. right, yeah. So you wrote a critical success. Great. So you're able to peer through the darkness, and you see that's probably... Darkness. Um, I forget the, the, the proper name of this tool, but it's, it's what you would use to break a chain link. It's one of those large sort of mm-hmm. folding... Uh, uh, tools. They got tools to break into this place. Alright. Well, right. Shit. Um, yeah, you're unable to. You see, like, 
they've gone so far now that it just looks like figures moving. It's like it could be anybody. Like, okay. yeah. so it's not we system. either have to break in or they're going to break in first. We've got to break in. All right, who's got guns and know how to use them? Oh, I'll just pop the snap off mine and just start going across <laughs> the street. All right, let's go. I'll try the code of the unit first to open the lock. What? How many digits is front the code? Yeah. The unit number? If we... There's a unit number, but the code is... I know, but how many digits is the like code? The front gate. There's a code to the front gate. Yeah. The actual units themselves are, are locked. I know, but what's the code to the front? I mean, what? how many numbers is the code to the front gate? It looks like six. Zero, zero, two, two, three, zero. <laughs> Just throw two zeros in front of the unit number, see if that works. Okay. Try Arthur's birthday. I'm sure we have that listed in a file somewhere. You do have that. You have some basic information, yeah. I'll try his birthday. Wife's birthday. Ex-wife's birthday. Well, this is for the front gate, right? Yeah, this is for the front gate. Can I just make an athletics to try to climb Sure, but there's a... If you wanted to, yeah. There's razor wire. There is not razor wire around the gate. Oh, the gate? It's just considerably tall. Yeah, let's do some athletics. Something give me a leg up. The actual... The fencing around the area. Michael just goes to help I'll help give somebody a boost. I succeeded. On climbing the fence? Yeah, yeah, 40 out of 50. The gate itself yeah. is fine. Yeah. The fences. Okay, nice. so you are able to... The, 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 there's not really natural handholds exactly. Essentially, the, the, the metal is... It's clearly been spray-painted. It's kind of slick. But you're able to sort of climb up enough and sort of flop over this, the side. Boy, right I'm side. glad you gave me it 20% because I got a 50 out of 50. But he gave me 20% by giving me a boost. Okay. Nice. So, Success. 50 out of 50. Anybody else um, climbing the so, gate? Well, I guess the rest of us who aren't boosting. I'll give it a shot. Yeah, I'm boosting at least to begin with. Then I'll try to climb over. Right. Um, 39 out of 70. Unless if it's a... Uh, is that an odd two? Yeah, odd one. Ooh, Ooh. nice. Critical Ooh. success. Critical success. Alright, so you... I mean, this is like... This is like basic training to you when you had to go through the mud and like climb the sheer wood uh, you panel. You just like... You get up there and jump there. over. Yeah, it's no big, no big deal. Vietnam flashbacks come back. That's just... She's not old enough to be in Vietnam. Yeah. No, this is, Viet- this is Vietnam, too. This is Vietnam. Second American Revolution. <laughs> a secret one. Okay, so everyone, with the exception of, of Carly, is going towards yeah. the... Are you going? Yeah, I'm already over the fence. Yep. Oh. Yeah. I need to try to get over the fence. I helped other people up. I'm going to assume I'm probably going to be behind folks. That's a no, that's a 90. Just go. Go. Yeah, you're having a lot of difficulty getting up this thing. It feels oh. slick and keep an eye on Carly. They haven't seen your guys' face yet. Right. If you hold them up, maybe you can. We don't have to end, end this with bloodshed. Just tell them to leave. There, there's no good situation. How hold them up? How, how, how the fuck you guys get into it? I'm just saying we hold them up. We don't have to kill them. <laughs> but if they don't know. Who, they don't know who you guys are. You can just be robbers for all they care. They know you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm not. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to show my face. I just want to be in the back. Okay, uh, I'll toss my go bag over. Yeah. PPE, grab it. Personal protective gear. So you put a mask on yeah. and a little glasses. You're <laughs> vaguely disguised. That's that's fair. So I'm already starting to trail him. Cool. Yeah. So just follow. Follow. 
Okay, so you're making your way through the um, the rows of, of, of storage sheds, and um, you're converging on unit 2230, right? And you can see that occasionally, like, as a spray paint stencil, there's, like, row two, and mm-hmm. then, like, you know, section this and that. Um, so as you, as you make your way to the right row, the right column, I should say, of storage sheds, you can see four figures, uh, one of whom is, looks like using the, um, the, the I get, we'll call it bolt cutter for lack yeah, of a Yeah, that, that's fine. Yeah, using the bolt cutters to try to open up the lock on the front of the, the rolling door of this, of this storage shed. Um, you can no. see them in the distance. They're about like 30 feet away. Now that we're closer, do we do we recognize the other two figures with them? Uh, you can see in the uh, dim light provided by the overhanging lights um, in the storage shed area that um, uh, Cross, you definitely recognize that as as Brian Migley is there. Um, he's off to the side. Um, Cameron is there as well, the the office clerk, and then two other people. Um, a guy in his thirties, kind of a slender man, and uh, an older guy, kind of hunched over, looks kind of leathery. Um, he's probably in his late fifties, even probably about probably about is older than Brian. Um, using the the bolt cutters to try to get in. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your plan, guys? Yeah, well, <laughs> sorry, I have the names. Yeah. So. Got Maeve and who else is here? Elena. Maeve, no. Lauren, Elena, and Tanner. Will eventually Tanner is not there. there. No. He will yeah. eventually. That's right. Us. Tanner and Carly are providing Overwatch. <laughs> so to speak. Couldn't get over the fence. <laughs> Elena, can you try holding them up first? Doing what? Just pointing your gun at him. <laughs> like hold up, stick up. Yeah, stick mugging. Up. We might be able to spook them away. <laughs> it starts with, like, leaving bodies is something we'd rather, rather we wouldn't do. They start firing wildly into the air. <laughs> do, no. the, do the point break thing? Yeah. <laughs> if we do kill them, we have to break into a bunch of other... <laughs> have to break into four more storage units to <laughs> store those bodies. <laughs> no, we just have to make it look like we're actually robbing the place and not just getting into the storage unit. No, though, for real, though, if you just shoot fire shots into the air, will they... That's uh, Zach talking. That's yeah. not Lauren talking. Yeah, that's... <laughs> no, Lauren's thing is, like, just human manipulation. Just shoot some shots into the air and then get out of the Okay, that's corpse right. manipulation? <laughs> that's okay. so another facet know. of human well, manipulation. Let's just right. wait until they die. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No, no, no! I'm not saying we should kill them. Like, if we do, this yeah, is yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. You're so just, you just place. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta figure yeah. out that plan B. Yeah, as yeah. we as we approach, she is not a gun just person. Fire, gunshots really, really close. Actually, does that have to be in the air? Can we just shoot near them? Not you at could them? shoot at the ground. I mean, yeah. I'm going to be hiding, Don't so miss. go for it. Oh, I'm no. not you probably gonna... shouldn't shoot in the air because those bullets didn't come down. <laughs> I'm not going to fire. Like directly up. Personal safety's for suckers. Uh, all right, so... Uh, the idea is to shoot at something somewhere yeah. and then get GTFO. Right, So right. they can hopefully run out scared. Right. right. So, anyway, yeah. We got in the general direction, but like... How many shots you fire? Two. <laughs> Two. And you're firing in the general direction of the storage shed and the four... Yes. Uh, the in, in, a, in, a, in a very obvious, like... Are you trying to make them dance? 
No, not dance. Just spook. You're spook. That's spook. Okay, give me Dang a firearms does. check. Um, I'm not firing on civilians. If you fail, you hit one. If it's a significant failure, then then somebody's getting hit. Yeah, don't critically fail this. <laughs> if you critically fail this, somebody may may die. That's so interesting. <laughs> the fire check where you fail and someone dies. Because <laughs> you don't want Flipping people the script to die before, here. Right, right. Um, oh boy, do we not want people to die here. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> what they say? Discretion? Seeing as yeah. these are American civilians, it goes against my code to fire um, on 40 out of 70. So. Okay, That's perfect. Great. No problem at all. Yeah. You just you pop off two rounds. You see the and then just immediately like curtail like you away. see the you see the older guy like immediately sort of drop the bolt cutters. Everybody whips their heads towards the area. You see that uh, Cameron and the uh, slightly younger guy, the, sl- the slender mm-hmm. guy, both like just take off running. Mm-hmm. Like their fight or flight response kicks yeah. in. They just go running down the other the other direction. Um, uh, you see that Brian sort of grabs um, the, uh, the the older man who is handling the bolt cutters by the shoulder, and he's doing, come on, come on, come on. And the, the two of them, um, in the, with a slower reaction, they sort of begin to, like, hustle away. Sure. sure. Any chance they left the bolt cutters? The bolt cutters are on the ground. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. We still Excellent. need to break into a lot of different units. Oh sure. That's... Yeah, but start with that one. Yeah, no, no, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> of course, you know they're probably going to call the police. Yeah, no, I, I'm looking at Carly right now, going like, "What the?" Yeah, you heard two gunshots. <laughs> we probably need to find a way inside. Who's got a, Who's got the best search here? And well, we need strength first to pop open the. <laughs> and those were not silence gunshots. Let me be clear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're... They're, well, they're, they're, they're distinct, the you know, they're very much heavy revolver. Uh, sure. <laughs> I mean, this is New Jersey. This is like, this is... Well, this is a... This is a nice light. What's your search? This is a nice area of Jersey. Okay. 16. Small. Might I suggest that we... From what you saw of Meadowbrook coming in, it's like... Like retirees who have a nice... Oh, also this part of revolver. Yeah, they're calling the cops. Shells. Sure. Yeah, so... Okay, so I'm going to see if I can hop the fence again Athletics. Yeah, express goal to try to get this gate open so we can drive in. 78 out of 70. Okay, you get a little (laughs) bit higher this time, but you're still just... You still can't quite. I got a 19 out of 60 to find the bullets and pick them up. Smart move. You don't have to... It's a revolver. Oh, right. Yeah, Yeah, it doesn't leave shell cases. It doesn't leave shell cases. Unless you open up this cylinder and, like, pour it out. Oh. So, I mean, you could recover the actual bullets. That's actually not a bad idea, either. That's what we were going for. Especially if the gun's wedged you up to her. That's what we were going for. Yeah. Oh, I see. The the actual (laughs) bullets that would be fired. Sorry, my brain... So what was your result? That's a Delta Green revolver, I think. Yeah, you see... You see... One of them has... One of them is irretrievable. It's embedded in a concrete um, nearby the unit, but the other one seems to have kind of landed and skidded. That you're able to pick that one. Um, um, I will let you mm-hmm. mount the gate and get <laughs> over, but you have to lose uh, a point of What's health your strength? because you have yeah, fallen and, and kind of. My strength score is I'll ten. My athletics is higher. Go okay, so you're able to. It's, it's difficult to, for you. You kind of flop over. You don't quite stick the landing. You kind of bash your ankle against the against the gate you're as you pretty, come down. But you are now over. 
I'm gonna hustle to the trailer and do a quick search, see if I can find whatever button, so, slip switch, whatever to get the gate open. Okay, so you're gonna make your way inside the trailer. He's six foot ten. Yeah. Well, first, let's check and make sure there's no button on this side of the gate that's just open. Okay, so yeah, so you go over and look at what looks like the the rear portion of mm-hmm. this uh, keypad section. Cut. It's just complete flat. No, no indicators. No buttons that somebody buzzes them out yeah head to the trailer do a okay. quick search uh so you go to the trailer uh the door is locked damn it <sighs> i heard a gunshot this there's a glass window right uh in the trailer yeah it's kind of it's a it's pretty small like it's mm-hmm. it is small and and rectangular it's clearly like meant to um provide a small viewport for somebody like standing at a sink like and looking out it's not meant for like air Is it possible to fit through you could Size fit through it. yes okay it'd be yeah. it'd be a stretch it'd be a stretch you, you would squeeze first but you could get through and being like hey we're the FBI okay. we're here <laughs> <laughs> we'll give that a try just uh butter the pistol break the window okay, clear so the bottom of the glass sh- okay and then just again See if I can roll decent athletics. Yeah, so I'll need an athletic check. This time it's going to be harder because you're actively trying to like contort yourself into this. Yeah, that's fair. Into this window. It's like a minus twenty, minus ten. Let's say a minus twenty. Yeah, that seems fair. Come on, dice. Ah, oh, dicked either way. <laughs> I mean, still no good. The way you've been rolling, a plus five wouldn't matter for you. Yeah. <laughs> so what'd you uh, get? Fifty-one out of thirty. Okay, so you're you're able you're able to actually mount the side of the um, the trailer and actually begin to sort of make your way through. And you realize, like, no, there's does it, does it, un, if I you can get through, but you'll have to hurt yourself, like, to really contort and put your way in. You can get in, but like, it's going to cost you more health points. I'm not leaving blood now. Okay. We'll we'll just try bashing down the front door at this at this rate. <laughs> okay. Um, so the lot of you by our by our tall woman <laughs> muscular woman. Okay, so you've got the bolt cutters. Do you want to try to open the lock? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to keep watching case of. What's your <laughs> What's your strength score? Um, eleven. Okay. That's why. Choose what. <laughs> yeah. Give me give me, an, give me an athletics check. It'll just be normal. Athletics Eight. or strength? Ouch. Hmm. Good question. I mean that's a that's a roll. I I would think strength in this case. Strength tends to be used more so for like physical action. Athletics. But if you want to do athletics, I can give that a try. Hmm. Yeah. So just raw strength. So strength times five. You're trying to get equal to or under that. I'm good. All right. Nine okay. out of fifty-five. All right. So you're able just to flex those guns. <laughs> <laughs> So you're able to pop open the lock, it clatters to the ground, and uh, you know that the, uh, the the sort of sliding door is now free. You can just grab a hold of the bottom. And, what time and of year is it? October. It's October. It's, okay. it's spooktober. So it's conceivable that I'm wearing gloves when I'm doing this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, go pop up the locks of a couple the of... The next one's down the row. Yep. All right. All right. I'm going to give a quick, quick search. Yep. So you're going to open up the, yeah. the thing? And I'll help them open it and search. Okay. So it's no big deal to open the... 41 to 60. Just to search. search? What about you? Uh, it's no go on the next one when I try to pop open. No, that, I mean, that's a trip. You have all the time in the world to do that. Like, yeah, I would just 30, 30 start outside. going and just start okay. popping okay. them open and throwing them open. So the two of you go inside. Um, 
you see that it's a it's a relatively cramped affair. It's concrete floor, bare walls, uh, corrugated metal, you know, on both sides. You see inside there's what looks like some furniture, what looks like uh, an antique table, sofa bed. You see two plastic-wrapped twin mattresses off to the side, leaning against one of the walls. Um, some, what looks like... Um, some looks like light industrial stuff, like work gloves. There's a couple shovels, a hat lamp, some bags of mm. some kind of substance, maybe, maybe concrete, maybe limestone. Who, who knows? You know, some kind of like heavy yeah. bags. Um, you see uh, what looks like. Um, uh, several, several, uh, okay, several quart-sized metal containers with spouts. They're probably for gasoline, you mm-hmm. assume. Um, and a handful of other items, sort of scattered about. Uh, the one that really catches your eye, though, is a crumbling four-foot-long wooden coffin covered in some dirt. Mm. Shit! Off in the <laughs> God damn it! All right, so I'm gonna pop it open. I'm going to come back around when the I coffin? finish popping open yep. some of the Ooh. units and not actually what? taking anything <laughs> from them. I might, like, push Mess some stuff around bit. to make it look like I was digging yeah. through them. But I'm not actually going to take anything because that's, that's they could track. So you pop open a couple yeah. of those things. And, and okay. I move some stuff around. So, yeah, so make like it look like it was messed with. Yeah. Right, pop that puppy open and just be like... And then I will circle back Or unless around. it's actually... Nailed shut? No, it's not nailed shut. It's a, it's, a, it's a latched door thingy. It looks like it's already been opened. I'm going to and the, open. and the and the lid is just sort of resting on top. Oh, okay, of the yeah. So the two of you are opening this thing. Yeah, up I'm going to still I'm, uh, periodically also peek out the door and see if there's anybody else coming. I guess yeah, no I'm watching just outside the door. Okay, oh. so you're kind of uh, the Overwatch kind of taking. Okay. So inside the so as, as soon as you raise the lid off. There's this putrid stench that sort of hits you immediately. Inside, you see rotted to the point of disintegration, like it's barely sort of recognizable, is what looks like a human corpse, um, uh, a matter of a few feet tall, like the size of a child you'd recommend, you'd see. We're talking like, what, four feet, maybe? Um, Aren't you glad you got that breather mask on? <laughs> yeah, I don't like. <laughs> Still great. smells horrible, uh, but <laughs> so uh, give me sanity checks, please. I'm a doctor of biology, I got this shit right. Well, it'll be easier for you. Mm. Oh, what do you have to roll for sanity? It's current? Just your, your current sanity, mm-hmm. right? Add or undercurrent. What they're doing? Then I'm gonna be trying to fix. Nice. Yeah, you're good. I'm gonna be trying to pry the bullet out of the concrete. Okay. So you don't lose any sanity, but this is... It's, it's, gr- it's, it's yeah, disgusting, it's and it's, sh- it's disturbing. Um, you notice, uh, Cross, that there is a small metal plaque on the hasp of the coffin uh, that says Anton Ture, T-U-R-E, with an accent going yeah. off to the right, 1957 to 1966. I'll take a picture. I'm taking a picture of everything, so I'll take a picture sure. of that. We need to get this coffin out of here. I'm going to try to... Anton, A-N-T-O-N, Ture, T-U-R-E, with an accent. Like like F-A. I don't know. I'm trying to dig the bullet out of the coffin. 1957 (laughs) to 1966. Um, No, it's all. I've got a combat knife. If I can try to wedge that in there and pop it out. Strength. Um, Elena, Hmm? we have a coffin. We need to get it out. Come here. 
Hold on. We're gonna hustle out of here with the car. We're gonna fucking have to, man. Just don't weekends and birdies the kid. I got a time to pop the bullet out. Time to pop the bullet. Yeah. So you're able to like after it takes a little while to get enough sort of force on there, but it does pop out. Uh, Tanner, mm-hmm. um, are you still breaking down the the door to the office? We're, we're gonna give it a try. Okay, that's gonna give. Uh, gonna that's just a strength us. throw, right? Okay. That's just raw strength. Just trying to. I assume you're trying to kick near the 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 handle of the yeah. door, trying kick to break the handle. This is yeah. is this an outdoor? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's okay. like outdoors. Yeah. What's what's the this surrounded by forty under sixty? Um, so you're you're facing the this one column. There's a column. Of similar storage sheds behind you. Is it chain you. fence around? There's a chain this? fence around the around the entire property, with the exception of the gate. It sort of links up with the gate. Okay, you're right. Is this like a super rich neighborhood, or is this no. kind of crappy? It's not crappy. It's just it's sort of like an average neighborhood. But a couple gunshots aren't going to be like. It is New Jersey. Who <laughs> knows? <laughs> Can we hear sirens? So Carly, <laughs> you're still in the you're still in the parking lot, uh, sort of nearby what? the sort of caravan of cars. Yes. No, you don't ask the. Um, you hear in the distance yeah, what coming. the telltale See? sound of police sirens See? and what sounds like flashing lights coming this way. I quickly dial his number on the burner phone. Just as you're about to kick the door open, you get you feel your burner phone vibrate. Forty out of sixty. Finish kicking the door. Okay. In, grab the burner. <laughs> So you're able to not quite kick the door free, but you're able to get enough dent in it that you could probably just off. shoulder it open. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's yeah. not a particularly sturdy sure door. Has a fucking SUV, Lean right? into it. Uh, pop the door FBI before getting agents. the phone. Okay. You answer your phone? We haven't determined what kind of... Yeah, I can hear the sirens, too. Sure. Get the car ready. We, we def- I've Gate's going to be opening. We need to get to the storage locker. Oh, shit. Don't worry. I can drive. I'm going to call, I guess, you then, Hannah. You get a busy signal. <laughs> I hang, I hang the up the phone and like try to drive the car over there. Okay, so you you find that yeah. So you get you get in the car and you you start the engine. You you drive uh, sort of towards the the exit where the parking lot becomes the street, right? And you can see that the gate is still up, so there's no way that you can actually get into the um, the. A storage facility without like running through the fence. No, I'm just waiting. Yeah, you're just so you're yeah. Can you're we prim- say that one of our vehicles is an SUV? That's fine. Yeah, that's, who's the quickest? The quickest of. I assumed that Carly started the SUV. Yeah, with with those cushions and see if any of them are heavier than the other ones. Just quickly pick them up. I'm just seeing if there's some in the cushions. <laughs> I'm gonna call Tanner. Of the of the sofa bed. Yeah. We got. Okay. Quickly pick them up. The they they seem of average okay. Okay. average weight. That we need to get like out. I will continue and to search to make sure there's nothing an else, like a table journal, notebook, something Carly else. Might want to look at. Bring in the SUV in around. Room. We'll load what we can. Do you have any means to destroy everything else in there? Just like um, find a way. Open this, uh, gas cans empty. Find a way to destroy everything else in there. We leave nothing. Are those gas cans empty? All right. Let's pause. Okay. Let's sort some things out. Mm-hmm. So, with a thorough search, while. So, Cross, are you attending to the coffin still, or are this the two of you kind of like doing a sweep of... I guess we're finishing up the sweep after, okay. after getting right. this. So here are the total contents of the green box. You see an antique table, um, pretty uh, nicely made with sort of or, a kind of um, what looks like Baroque styling on the legs of the table. Um, it's clearly like, you know, um, it's, it's clearly a period piece and something to be shown off. Um, the there is a sofa bed, circa probably early 80s, 
Um, eh. It's kind of dusty and, and, and forlorn. So there are some slight tears in the fabric, but otherwise it seems like a, your average sofa bed. Two plastic-wrapped twin mattresses, each of the same size, same make, and everything like that. They look like they haven't been touched in a while. Um, you see, th- you find three empty biohazard containers. Mm. Well, that's curious. Just there. You see by that the sort of industrial, light industrial equipment that you saw, you see two bags of what looks like quicklime, two, two new shovels. Quicklime is a kind of like... It's a very strong base. Basically, yeah. You can use it to help dissolve bodies. Oh, cool. Yeah. Two new shovels. Unstained, like like they, the plastic and the wood and everything looks brand new. Four pairs of work gloves and a hat lamp. You also find 14 of these empty quart-sized metal containers with pour spouts. Again, they look like they were for gasoline. Empty, damn it. Uh, two empty gallon-sized plastic containers. Again, in the classic red with mm-hmm. the yellow spout for gasoline. Also empty. Um... You see there's a piece of cardboard uh, nearby on what looks like a folding table. Uh, three keys have been taped together on this piece of cardboard. Taking the keys. Um, you also see, um, tucked off to the side, uh, two new, I mean brand spanking new, Mossberg 12-gauge shotguns. Shit. The serial numbers have been ground off. Take the guns. Nice. <laughs> 400 rounds of shotgunning. Oh, oh no. that's excessive. Like the crust. Just... <laughs> oh, man, oh, my God, it's, it's chill all over again. It's just... <laughs> oh, wait, we're perfectly fine. You're clearly, like, gun sexual. There is a battered manila folder that contains what looks like... Resident Evil is this... Several fake identities... For Agent Donnelly, there's a, a one for a Meadowbrook gas inspector, one for an assistant county coroner, um, all matching sort of basic physical descriptions, and sometimes even including pictures of Agent Donnelly, and clearly meant to be used in his investigation. Uh, you see a Nikon reflex camera and an F36 telephoto lens. Yep, taking that. Oh, cool. I am oh. just loaded the fuck down right now. I've got a folder <laughs> and keys and a camera. And in a shoe shotgun. And, and on that it? same folding table in a small shoebox is what looks like the um, a scattered uh, a pile of small pieces of burnt photographs, like uh, Polaroids. Mm-hmm. Um, bits and pieces here and there, a corner here, a middle section there. You're able to make out that it looks like these images, these photographs were showing a house at some point, but it's difficult to make out any details because of the severity of, like, these things have been been burnt to a crisp. Similarly, underneath the pile of photographs is what looks like uh, some torn loose-leaf notebook pages. Okay, I'm going to gather all that. I roll to see if I... If I were just with my flashlight, knowing what were was going on, looking in the other open things to see if there's anything flammable, what would I roll to see if I could honestly oh, yeah, just got lucky to see if there was anything flammable in another? Be a search. Okay, search. I think while 
While they're doing that, I'm going to start heading towards the gate with my bolt cutters, and I'm going to see if I can get it open. Okay, so you're inside, Tanner. You're inside mm-hmm. the office. Uh, what do you do? I, I'm looking for, like, a place a clerk would sit within range of one of those windows, and then just looking for any sort of buttons, levers, So you make your switches. way around this sort of the, the, the customer counter, mm-hmm. uh, and you see what looks like a, a, a sort of a small metal box with a like a flip switch uh, there. You flip that open? Okay. Mm-hmm. You see the, the gate is now sort of slowly opening. Okay, good. So as soon as that gate starts opening, I get out of the truck and run to the parking lot across the street. So you... For the other cars. Is nice. the SUV still still yeah. idling? Is it idling? Yes. So you get out and you go, like, across into the into the storage facility. No, I'm going towards the... parking the, lot for the other To vehicles. get the other cars. The hotel parking lot. I see. Lot. Okay. Are those, yeah, no, I just don't want to get arrested. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm heading towards the gate, so I can get in the SUV then. Same here. Book it. Okay. You could drive her? Military teach you how to drive? I got defensive <laughs> driving courses. I'm like yelling this at you as I'm running for the car. <laughs> you take it then. I was a little bogged down between my combat training and medical school. Different people, different training. Alright. You're driving. So we got... An antique table and a coffin are the big items, and then we've got shotguns. So, Carly, you see that there is now an active police cruiser making the way down uh, Dulark uh, Lane. It's lights on, flashing. On so I'm just like texting this. <laughs> Would you get the 26 out of 16? <laughs> so you do a pretty, pretty thorough uh, search of the adjacent um, opened storage units, and you can't find anything. Even remotely flammable. It's all furniture and like uh, old, like children's toys and like a bike and that sort of thing. It's all very. Does that SUV have a spare gas can in it by any chance? No. It's possible we could talk our way out of it with the police. I was like, (laughs) it's an option. (laughs) Just leave me behind. (laughs) (laughs) If it's I was the FBI agent here beforehand. I responded to the call first. Tell them that they went the other way you guys drove. Well, when we get there, we'll have this conversation. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, so we're loading all the shit in the back of the SUV. Yeah, as I'm loading the shit, I explain this. I'm like... So is everyone piling into the SUV and getting out of there? or like, Yeah. What about the rest of the cars in the parking lot? And this leaves an insane amount of evidence in that... I, I'm, when we pull up, I'm going to be removing the uh, license plate. Okay. Just temporarily, but... From the, from like the SUV idea. or from... Yeah, from the SUV. Okay. Well, we only took two vehicles here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Over. So what about the other one? Carly's, Carly's Are you going to get in that one and drive away, or what? Yes. 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 I'm leaving them. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so... Do we want to leave... Do we want to just attempt to just drive away, or do you want... Let's, like let's, let's try driving and then explaining later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because we didn't leave anything incriminating in the storage unit. No. But we did well, remove several the, items. Well, we'll see about that. The most easily tracked will be the table. That's assuming they know what's in there. Yeah, they would have to know what's in there first. And given that there's a dead body... Right. They probably and don't know. Two yeah. 12 gauge shotguns with no serial numbers. They probably don't. Okay. So, what all did you take then? You got Just uh, bolt cutters? Yeah. Let's not take the main exit. We're going to make an exit. I like the way you think. The, the police are going to barricade that front entrance. We'll wait for backup. 
We need to find another exit. Nice. Make another exit. Just. <laughs> so what all did you take? Um, there's a camera, there's a manila folder, there's some loose leaf notebook papers, pages, there were photos, um, there were three keys taped to a piece of cardboard that I took, um, and a folder full of, of fake identities. So you guys are all actively and driving away from the scene the shotguns, yes. the, yeah, the, 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 the plan is, is the coffin, the I'm table. driving away and finding yeah. identities. Did you bring, grab the quick line? Okay, sure. Why not? You want a grand slam? Why not? Probably yeah. not. And when I get there, not unless somebody else took it. I'll grab the quick line. Sure. <laughs> you find a you find a not a Denny's, but kind of like a knockoff diner that you're able to like get inside. It's not a fucking IHOP, is it? A Donnie's. <laughs> so it sounds like about all we left were the mattresses a, and the sofa. It's a Donny Osmond yeah. themed Denny's and the shovels and the shovels. Yeah. So and shovels to try to avoid the police, we're basically going to find like a back a or a of, corner um, part, use the bolt cutters to just oh, cut yeah, a hole in the and fence, biohazard stuff. and then drive through that. That's weird, yeah. yeah so we don't have to worry about gate, damaging this the vehicle. Is the lot. What's this way? Right. So we go into this. This. this so yeah. So that's area. the interest yeah. of the lot. Right. Um, and let's say like it's over here, right? What's this way? Um, it's more sort of. Uh, is it com- is it next to some other residential it's stuff? It's actually it like there's there's some more industrial building here and there. It's like there's a warehouse behind it. Uh, okay, but there's yeah. okay. So there's more. There's potential street asphalt. access there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You yes. know, this place probably has security cameras. Yeah. Somebody want to run back and. See if they can wipe that. Computer science of zero. I'm going to go with a new. You just got to destroy it. I I wouldn't even know what to destroy. (laughs) I'm trying to get across. Uh, Let's do a quick search for cameras first. Like just a quick look up. As we're loading things, is, yeah. that doesn't require anything. You can just yeah. look up. And yeah, see. yeah, yeah. Periodically, there are small cameras posted on like the eaves of the actual storage sheds here yeah. and there. All right, so quick I'm, stop first. To the we'll drop some people the off at the back out. end. Yeah, drop some people at the back end to start cutting that hole because that takes a moment. Yeah. Then head to the office. And you've already been in the office, so I at least kind of know my way around. Yeah. yeah. So I'll, I'll be going home. there. With other FBI man in case we get jumped. I will be behind the driver's seat waiting for that hole to be big enough. Okay. Cool. Okay, so you're taking your time to, to cut the cut that hole. Now you are are you are you doing so slowly or quickly? I'm that, cutting it. So you're cutting it. Yeah. So what? So you were doing it slowly or quickly? I would assume I'm trying to do it quickly. Okay, so that's going to require. A roll. Like, if you were just taking your time, it wouldn't be an issue. Okay. So let's do... Um, Strength again? Uh, where's that bulk coat skill? That's going to be dexterity, actually. Dexterity. So Lining dexterity check. It's yeah. better. Lining up and, and, and doing... That makes sense. Dexterity times five. So get equal to or lesser than. To see if you can do this quickly but efficiently. Nice. Hey. Seven. No problem for Damn. you. I mean, you're just... <laughs> what, your your, your uh, army training is kicking in. <laughs> click, 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 click. So you're cutting in this large hole for an SUV to pass mm-hmm. through, essentially. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's what's going on. Right so now. Cross, you and Tanner have gone back to the office. Is that right? I figured the two people with badges. Yeah, we can at least flash ten. it and Let's hope like, that buys us time. Well, yeah, like we, we responded first, mm-hmm. right? We so. were in the neighborhood. So the two of you make your way back. So you're you're on foot now. You're making your way back over to the trailer, and you pull up. And are about you're about five feet away from the trailer when you see uh, 
a police cruiser pull up, lights flashing. They park just uh, inside the opening of the gate. Two uniformed officers step right. out. I was hoping, I was wondering, before, mm-hmm. is this as we're walking out, or would he have time to, if he wants to, duck into the, the trailer? Um, you wouldn't be close enough to the trailer to duck in. You could get behind it or try to obscure yourselves before they see you. Okay. I was like... Not I, a bad idea. I, well, I was like, I can, I can handle this if you want someone to buy you some time. Keep the, them looking anywhere but the front door. That would be stealth with a 20% power. It's not happening. Because <laughs> of the flashing lights of the, the police uh, cruiser, the actual headlights are still on, and... Um, the uh, the lighting from for the actual uh, uh, storage facility itself is still so on. you have so to roll a... below a negative. Yeah. No, it, it require it would require a one succeed. Well, good luck. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> uh, There's too much light. Just, just I find find an opportunity. I suppose I just like like just pull out my badge, just like wave it like like no gun drawn, but like I wanted to make clear that. <laughs> The officer who's approaching me. Send him further in. And then I'm going to like see if I can duck behind the trailer. So that was the stealth plus 20. Oh. So what that was. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that's not happening. Mm-hmm. I'll just I'll hang back. Yeah. Yeah, just... yeah. So these two uniformed officers, uh, one of whom is slightly taking the lead, they both have their, yeah. their weapons drawn, but uh, they're down. Sure. Um, so they're approaching. Uh, Sir, don't move. Not a problem. Keep your hands above your head where we can see them. No problem. You see the, the uniform officer. They both begin to sort of slowly approach you. They're mm-hmm. eyeing the two of what? you. The one um, uh, still has his, his firearm sort of at a, at a rest mm. position. It sort of takes a look at you. What the hell are you doing here? Do you throw out that shit on your face? No. If you were... Well, no, you'd throw that in the go bag. (laughs) Yeah, I was like... I definitely uh, recovered my go bag from you. My partner and I, FBI agents, were here earlier to have access into one of the... uh, One of the... One of the storage lockers. Yeah, and we were unable to uh, basically get, get entry... When we were leaving, we heard some gunshots that were coming from within the lot. We've been here on standby trying to make sure that no perp was on the way out. Seeing, and we figured with police being on the way, we'd offer assistance. Uh, As I like, again, the blat and badge. badge yeah. and Roll persuade, but get a 20 bonus. Because tell the truth. Reasonable. Yeah. And an FBI badge. Nice. That's a five. The gate's been open for a while. Out of a hundred. No, I mean the back (laughs) gate that we're making. The back, there's a hole in the back gate now. That's not. I will slowly drive through because I'm not an idiot. Drive through the back. So what'd you get? What was your result? Five. Five. Very good. Okay. So the guy, the the main uniformed officer looks to his partner and then looks to you and takes a good look at that badge. And he... Gives a nod to his partner and then and then uh, reholsters his his weapon. Uh, we uh, uh, we weren't informed of any um, any FBI activity around here. We are we supposed to get a heads up from your office no. or something? No, we're, <laughs> we're just we were actually to this be is, in the area. Yeah, this was an unrelated incident for this. I uh, see. 
We're on vacation. <laughs> so where's uh where's the owner? That's what we wanted to know. Because we heard gunshots coming from the lot. I have no idea what's going on beyond that. We Where haven't you? checked it yet. Mm. SUV's long gone, by the way. <laughs> driven out and around. There's only two of us. Wasn't sure how many people we th- were there. We figured we'd s- stick within a defensible position. Now, uh, uh, Agent? Yes. Uh, no, sorry, I didn't get your name. Oh, um. Might as well. <laughs> um. You're going to lose cred with me right now? Yeah. You're going to uh, lose cred with me right now. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm older. This is Scully. Scully. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll give it one second. Moment for uh, cover and... Yeah. Um, especially to Mike. Pleasure. It shakes your hand. She told him O'Malley. Uh, <laughs> Listen, uh, Agent uh, Mike. Um, uh, we were uh, called by uh, the owner of this facility, mm-hmm. Mr. Brian Miglia. Uh, he informed us that there were some uh, there were some intruders on the property, armed intruders. Um, he mentioned something about uh, an FBI agent and uh, 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 a woman, uh, uh, some kind of bureaucrat or something there there in the office earlier yes Uh, that would be us I see Mm -hmm. who who is this gentleman Uh, she's a woman oh uh, who is who is this lady Uh, oh I see okay he seems to suspect some kind of foul play on your part I can Um, see the mix up but that unfortunately is not the I see okay um I'm going to say if you need us to stick around until we get it. Yeah. Uh, if the two of you will um, stay put, I'm going to get back in the... Give me a second. I'm going to go back to the cruiser. I'm going to radio this in. Sure. No problem. So you see him go... His, his other... The other uniformed officer just kind of stands there kind of at arrest, like... A little uncomfortable, but, like, he doesn't have his weapon drawn or anything. He's just... Just like sort of... Uh, standing guard. The other guy goes back to his cruiser and picks up yeah. the, the, the radio unit right. and begins chatting right. uh, with somebody on, on, on the other end. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this goes on for about two or three minutes. Okay. At which point he looks up right. and goes back to you. Yeah. Um, uh, the uh, Listen, I, I know I don't want to I don't want to make sure. things harder for you guys. Yeah. I know you got your own bullshit you got to deal yeah, with. Yeah, no problem. But, um, I'm gonna need at least. I gotta get both of you to come down to the station and clear this up with uh, with, with, the, with the chief. Um, you gotta. We gotta make sure that you're. You know, you're like. I don't even know what you guys do. I just I, just, I watch the movies, so I don't. No, know. It's <laughs> like totally fine. Your, it's pay, your operation shit is in order and all sure. that. You know what I mean? Like, no, no, totally. Just, just I, I'm sorry to, to harass you. I tell you what, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave Campbell here. Okay, I want you to go back down to uh, the area that Miglia described and kind of just check the place out. Okay, and the guy mm-hmm. gives him a nod and basically right. walk in that direction. The two of you, um, you're welcome to. You can hop a ride in the cruiser, or you can just follow me. I'm going to head down to the police station. We'll talk to Buffington. We'll see 
what he has to say. Sure, not a problem. And just kind of get this sorted out. We'll get a statement from you and then, you know, get you on your way. Not a problem. We got. Go shake his hand if he if he goes if he's cool with that. Sure, yeah, yeah. No problem. Um, how far is the station from here? If we, I guess we'll follow you. But do, how long is it from here? Uh, do you have a car? Yeah, I looped around and I'm no. going down the street. Then we, car oh, this one of the cars not here. Yeah, you guys don't have a car right now. Yeah, we got no way out. So no, that's fine. That's no problem. Sure, yeah, no problem. You know what? We'll we'll ride with you. No problem. Might we make a quick phone call? No, no, no. Yeah, just, just, just make it quick. We, yeah, we wanna, sure. Yeah, no we problem. We want to get this sure. done before uh, I guess sure, too late. No late. problem. Um, so as soon as they're like walking away, I just like briefly like whisper to him, be like, call someone who can like maybe look at these cameras and like, <laughs> and then swipe them. This will be no problem because as long as they don't have anything on the cameras, we're golden. <laughs> Probably out of. Thank God, we need a fucking distraction. So I, the people in the SUV, you right. guys are gone. No problem. You guys are. You've driven through a small alleyway across some concrete and grass, and you're out on the other side of the, the lane. None the wiser. So you guys are free. You are at a Donnie's. <laughs> Donnie's. You're, you're enjoying a a, uh, a premium slam, <laughs> which is two slices of ham, some bacon. I will uh, not have gone very far though because I, I know they don't have a vehicle. Mm. Yeah, and they're probably stuck with cops right now. So I will probably just find an, an empty place to just slide into. So out of the way place you yeah. park nearby. Yeah. Okay. And so waiting basically uh, for the, the uniformed officer, the, the one who spoke with you, crosses, kind of waiting uh, by the, uh, mm-hmm. the driver's side door, so watching the two of you, but kind of like yeah. just waiting for you to finish. Sure, your phone. No yeah. Going to just send uh, you a quick text. Uh, we need a distraction, something that will get the attention of the police here. Okay. She took one of the cars, right? When you tell us? They're yeah. in the SUV. Yeah. Oh, and the Carly thing took thing the other car the over to Donnie's to have a premium. Attention is in the third one. Letters. Okay. So you guys have things that make loud noises, yeah? Mm. They think that there are people shooting in the place already. If they were to hear other gunshots, they might think they're the same people and go towards the gunshots. We would have to fire gunshots and then GTFO. So, just a, a, a point of order. Mm-hmm. What was loaded into the SUV from the green box? She's got the list. Coffin. So you did take the coffin? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The table. Okay. Do we know? Okay, coffin, table, and then all the things already listed. That's what I needed to know. Everything that would incriminate Donnelly. Yeah. Because we couldn't burn Plus it. the table because it seemed really out of place. Sure. That's fine. Okay. I just wanted to know what has been loaded in because uh, that's important. I think I'm going to actually make a call to you. Okay. Um, just to add some detail. Okay. Uh, hey, yeah. Uh, this so is Agent loud. Spooky. Uh, our vehicle has a... Uh, we got a punctured tire. Might be a while until we can get out of here. You know how problematic it is to replace a punctured tire. <laughs> All right. On speaker, so we could translate. That. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we will work on a contingency plan for you. There'll be some fluff about a, you know, contact with the police. We're going to be back later. Okay. 
Just so if the officer overhears anything, it's like, oh, no. It and seems like a bog yeah. standard car. Yeah. Okay. It's, oh, man, they're talking that cop speed. <laughs> oh, man, it's like the movies. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. So what do we have uh, to make a loud noise? I have a gun. I have a shotgun. Two shotguns. We have, we have two shotguns with the serial numbers filed off. And 400 rounds of ammunition. Uh, I don't do guns. Can you two fire off the shotguns a couple of times and... Keep the shells and. The Can I have one of them roll human to get what I was talking about? If you want to, yeah. <laughs> I think okay. it's fair. Sorry. Oh. An 81 out of 50. Damn. What a, what a fun roll. I yeah. appreciate you do it. Um, of all the times your rolls can't come in. Close. I don't have any human. Damn so. it. <laughs> oh no, I have a lot of human. And <laughs> just I rolled just poorly. Just fucked it. Yeah, okay. No. I, I, I remain silent then. <laughs> I tried. HSPP's <laughs> message was a mystery to you. <laughs> he was very emphatic about a punctured tire, but you have no idea what that means. <laughs> Playable teaser. <laughs> oh my god. For oh Silent Hills. Yeah. We Norman, Reedus. Norman Reedus. <laughs> Norman Reedus, the funky fetus. <laughs> Death Stranding. That should have been the name of the game. <laughs> yeah. Death Stranding. Stranded. Death Stranding. Death Stranding sounds like any other video. <laughs> but if you pick up Norman Reedus and the Funky Fates, you know what you're getting. Oh, All right, so let's say I parked in a nearby alleyway, right? Sure, yeah. Let's assume there's like, what, yeah. a, a, a big like dumpster or something back there? Yeah, sure. Yeah. How far away are we from the police officers? It, from, from, the, um, from the storage facility, you're like... Maybe a block and a half away. Because it kind of needs to sound like the gunshots are coming from near the storage facility. I mean, you're near. <laughs> um. I'm pretty sure I'd hear a gun block. <laughs> There's a pasty-faced teenager. You want, you, want, you want some more coffee, man? <laughs> yes. yes. Take the shotgun, shoot some shells into the road, drop the, sh- the shotgun, and we'll keep driving. No, the shotgun. Number two. Number two. We stole the one. <laughs> so I might the serial number scratched off. It can't be traced back to anybody. You've got gloves on. Let's just go. Okay. So I will. Put and your phone drive. goes off. You get a text message. What the hell is going on? No, Wake okay. it up, man. Can't talk I don't now. text and talk. What are you talking about? <laughs> so I'll hand you the shotgun and the shells. Put the car and drive or the SUV and drive and start going down the street. Okay. I'll idle in the street real quick and give you time to take the shots okay. and then. Go the opposite direction from the storage unit. Okay. Okay, so how many shots are you firing? And you're firing straight into the ground? Probably say it is. Sure. Okay, how many shots? Um. Solid five. So that's got 400. Yeah. That's an awful idea, and I hate that I came up with it. Okay, so. And we're all sitting in jail later. SUV's idling. Elena, you rack the shotgun. (laughs) Just the end scene of Seinfeld. Five blasts tearing up any silence that was in this neighborhood, echoing off of the the, uh, concrete walls and stuff. (laughs) Shotgun probably falls out of your hand because I accelerate so fast. You know what I mean? Like, we're gone. The shotgun's there. Shotgun clatters to the ground as you are driving very quickly away. Um, Once we get a couple blocks away, I will uh, slow down and, like, chill. The two of you 
hear five shotgun blasts, rapid fire, and you see that the uniformed officer, he's sort of like, he's crossed his arms, he's leaning against the thing, gets up, unhooks uh, his holster, pulls out his service arm. Mm-hmm. Did you hear that? Yeah, we, we better go check that out. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> and so the three of you begin making your way towards... Um, yeah, that, that that's about a block away, that, that area. But so you're going, you're cutting through, essentially, the... Um, following the, the uniformed officer's lead, you're cutting through the, the storage oh. shell. You have a lot, actually. When he wasn't staying behind towards the, the direction the of the shell. footage. Right. In a moment. <laughs> Look, there seems no. to be some type of... We've got to canvas the area, split up. We need to figure out where this happened. <sighs> All right. Uh, oh, you're smart. You're in, you're in, you're in control. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Agent, uh, uh, left-hand side, you uh, check the right-hand side. Got it. I'm going to go, down, go straight down the middle. Sure. And so uh, the two of you, the YouTube break yeah. paths, you see him going down um, column two, like towards the area where yeah. his partner went. Sure. I'm going to peel back. We're just going to, like, do our best to grab everything. Just pull, just pull out the VHS tape. If there's a VHS Crash tape, the... grab that. If it's a computer, it's going to get some shots. It's there. a it's a digital unit. It's a recording unit connected to what looks like a laptop and an external drive. You just, you just break over your knee, cr- crush it. <laughs> so you fire a couple shots. You're gonna destroy this. Aim for the hard drive. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and a then shower of sparks and 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 silicone. Just book it out. You're not gonna dig the bullets silicone. out. At, at this point, eh. <laughs> that's that's way too much effort, and we need to get out of here quick. What are you doing, Agent? We need a quick cool. clean. Um, I try. I go down to the edge of the row, the end of the row. Hearing things behind me, I'm like, that's so subtle. Uh, but I'm like, oh, I guess I have no room to talk. And like, I've got a lot of, I got a lot of time to think as I move down. <laughs> <Sure. this. laughs> Think about your decisions, your life choices. Think about my life choices up until this moment. Uh, You're the one who shot first. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, you know, everybody gets gets two, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) So, and I I meet him at the end and try to... Meet who at the end? The the, the police officer. The uniformed officer? Okay. Yeah, so he and his partner are now uh, at the, 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 the the, the fence... Uh, they see this massive hole that's been cut into it as you come around from mm-hmm. the side. And they're just sort of looking at this. Hey, agent? Yeah. Come over here. This yeah. Is, Jesus, somebody fucking cut open this whole fence. <laughs> My God. You get a text before I open fire which just says, in pursuit of suspects. Did you see anything? No, no, no. I, did. I, I, I thought I heard a couple more gunshots. And, God uh, damn it. Somebody seems to be... Some damn hooligans. Damn <laughs> hooligans? That's the best. <laughs> so he, he takes a look over his, to his partner and then looks back to you and I said, uh, listen, uh, Agent, we gotta we gotta take care of this. Uh, this is so, so, so wants to come down or This is our precinct. To... We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have you come down later. Just please do not leave uh, the area, like uh, no plane travel, no train no, travel, anything. Right. You got to be on hand. Sure. Uh, we'll we'll get in contact with your with your office and right. and forward some information to you so you can come down to the station right now. Uh, Campbell and I got to take care of. Sure, this. you got it, no problem. And so you, you see the both of them. You see right. jog off into the night after um, 
the shotgun sounds through the giant SUV sized hole. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna call Carly and tell. Look at those two. (laughs) I'll I'll tell you that um, we left uh, Cross and Tanner behind to deal with the police, but um, the rest of us have made off with a good amount of the contents of the storage locker. Okay, I'm at Donnie's. Do you want to meet up somewhere? I probably put in, like, uh, a hotel really far away from the storage unit and oh, yeah. go in there. <laughs> yeah, you might have to go get... Let her. Let Carly know that she might need to go get Tanner and um, cross. cross. Okay, I'll, say we're, I'll tell you the name of the hotel that we're going to, and I'll say you, you might need to swing around and pick up... Agent Spooky. Tanner and Cross. Because I have not given You want me name. to go back to the police? <laughs> my whole idea of me getting out of there was not getting arrested. I have no idea that you're involved, and... Oh, shit. Yes, okay. If Tanner and Cross are dealing with the You'll police, you'll get a text message eventually. Yeah, I'm just, like, I'm just going to wait around. Like, the message you're going to get is, uh, if you're, or, like, after a moment, yeah. if you're in the clear, like, give a quick sweep over the trailer, yeah. and then I'll give you a street address where to meet me. And then I will send you that same street address. Like, two blocks away, corner. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I go through the trailer one more time to make sure that it was a thoroughly done. God, trailer. that coffin smells. It looks like the um, the shots to the the, 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 the the recording unit and the laptop did the job. I mean, it's smoking and, and done. Um, short of, like, like uh, throwing the thing into, like, a garbage compactor and, like... <laughs> Or like obliterating it from, from space. Do <laughs> yeah, you think it did the job? Like you think it's probably won't be recoverable. Um, you take a look at the rest of the office. It's all bog standard stuff. A couple of filing cabinets and things like that. A coffee Where, maker. Where's the card reader? <laughs> oh, it's in the. So you open up the the adjoining door right into the second room. You see this. What looks like Miglia's office. You can see a handful of like um, photographs of like. Like a kid's soccer game and like oh, wife. Yeah, so it's a couple of books take the, and stuff. Take the, just throw it against the wall. You see that there is um, uh, there uh, on on his desk that there is a simple computer. It's like a it's a monitor. It's a Dell tower or something like that, just tucked underneath the um, the the well where the you know the legs go for the desk. Um, and there's not a card reader in sight. He was lying. Yeah, I figured. I just wanted to make sure that was the his of. I mean, he could have square. That's true. Shit. (laughs) He may have your card number right now. But you also don't see an iPad or (laughs) iPhone or any of that business nearby. No. Notepad with the numbers. All right, well, we'll be like, all right, cool, sweet. Then, all right, we're good. Job well done (laughs) by the Delta Green King. All right, so then I guess I go to that address for us all to, to link up. Job done. I don't yeah. know about well. Not well. <laughs> <laughs> I that that well. didn't go great. <laughs> no, I think it was okay. That's a solid C. <laughs> yeah, I, I give that like a C minus. Oh, no, I think considering like... Delta, consider Delta Green, I think that's all right. <laughs> mm. Where people end up dead. <laughs> we end up dead. If other people end up dead, not only have we messed up, but something really bad is going. Well, on. yeah, but no one. Yeah, no I mean, one's... there's literally a dead person in our. Vehicle. Not our fault. Car. Long dead, however. Is, is, yes. is this is this back at the Donnie's? <laughs> is this have we all? No, I, I was going to a hotel, so I yeah. assume you guys would meet yeah. up us there. Yeah. Um, I. You left the Donnie's. Oh, a small coffin. Is that a kid in there? Mm-hmm. Let's make sure that we let's let's rendezvous, Carly. Mm-hmm. 
Are you uh, leaving the Donnies and the half-eaten portion of your premium slam mm. to, <laughs> to pick up to rendezvous with? I get a go back. Oh sure, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dumb, uh, yeah. Of course, truly waste that. Hand me goodness. Okay, but yeah, I go to pick them up. Okay, so Donnie's is a lot better than Denny's. If mm-hmm. you wouldn't be leaving for another hour. <laughs> so you pick up Cross and Agent Spooky. Um, it's and... not a Waffle House, so there would probably also be a crime ongoing there too. And you're now <laughs> heading to where? No, the three. We're, we're going to make a quick, probably call back to you since you're the one I've been in coordinate. With. Yeah, I'd uh, be like, uh, do we have a rally location set up? Rally point? Yeah, there's a rally. We're in the street. We're heading no. to a, a hotel a decent distance from the scene. Give okay. Give a uh, name and we'll meet up there. We'll, we, don't worry. We'll pick another one. Um, we'll make Donnie's the rally point if ever we have to split up or anything like that and meet back there. Sounds good. Are we meeting up at the hotel then? or? Uh, we'll get a different hotel. Keep things compartmentalized. You will be in the neighborhood. Kind of need to see what we found tomorrow morning. Yeah, because uh, I have I mean, to call this into O'Malley. You want to meet at Donnie's? We just bring the coffin in, yeah. <laughs> put it in the booth with everyone else. It's a weekend at Bernie's. Let me Let me check something real quick. I, are either of you two trained in forensics yes. or medical pathology? I'm talking to the two. No. Two in the car. Okay. No. No. We aren't going to be much help with that uh, item that you procured. Do you Do you know what the item is? Because you weren't with us. No. I would have fixed probably. You probably would have told me. I think I, I'm pretty yeah. sure <laughs> Dude, when, I, when I called you earlier. <laughs> you I mentioned said, the body. I said okay. there was a coffin and a table that we needed to get out. Yeah. Okay, uh, cool. So if, if there's anything in that coffin, residue or, yep. God forbid, a corpse, yep. that that's on you. I, I probably wouldn't have said that over a phone line. <laughs> I Co- coffee, coffee, yeah, coffee. coffee. Yeah. <laughs> very iron. A lot of iron in here. Irony. Yes. <laughs> uh, we'll be in two different locations. Keep things uh, a little bit cleaner that way. Okay. Any idea who the two people were that were going to the storage facility in the first place? No, but if I was to make a guess, uh, it could be uh, other people investigating. Uh, we'll talk when we meet up in the morning at the rally point. I'll hang up there and find a hotel. Hey, text you. You have burner you with up. contact. They need to know about what we found. I text back. They usually aren't fans of incremental information. If you find something big enough to warrant contact, let me know. I will text back. It's four feet tall. Does that count? The table. (laughs) (laughs) A damn tall table. (laughs) Text back. Uh, If there's anything weird, and then give, like, spooky emoji after that. Then it counts. The boo. Like, yeah, the yeah, boo. Yeah, like ghost. Yeah. Boo. Like, clearly <laughs> the one of the, cur- the Kirby, with, yeah. like, uh, <laughs> brackets, like. You suddenly hear Maeve start 
saying cuss words with a slightly Irish accent because she's pissed off. Nice. <laughs> okay, so uh, the two the the two groups mm-hmm. make their way to two hotels in the area, set up for the night. It's a trivial sort of, you know, put some put some money down and get in there. And and is that the rest of your evening or? I gotta call my fiance. Anybody have some check in? Breeze. <laughs> No, but we got some quick ones. Smells. <laughs> I mean, that what works. I will bust out the laptop um, and sit on the bed and start googling and researching the Spooner Street Doing house and the Antoine last Ferry. name of the the name. Yeah, the name that we that is on the grave. I will probably. Um, the name is on the coffin. Yeah, I mean, I took pictures of everything in the storage unit too. Okay, um, so I'll probably. We're going to want to take that table to the antique store at some point. Definitely. A few hours of of Googling. Say, I'll take my time. You pull up uh, basically similar information about the Spooner Street address that uh, Elena pulled up earlier after after her sort of Google search. It doesn't seem like the place is... Sure enough, there's a Google map, you know, entry for it, and there's like... um, There are listings for it, like in terms of like real estate people, like... Wanting to shove the house off and get it sold and everything like that. There's an opening price, this many bedrooms, bath, and blah, blah, blah. Um, but, uh, and of course there is the uh, the local article about um, Donnelly's death. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, it just appears to be just sort of like junk or, or bot stuff. Or... Grave robbings. What about the boy's name? Now, Chere, uh you're getting a. Are you just doing Ture or are you searching Anton Ture? Or Honestly, like? I'll probably do both. Okay. Um, both, uh, both searches get you, like, um, some pretty broad information, all of it um, um, contradictory with each other. It's all. You see some, again, some like Facebook pages, like a LinkedIn thing here and there, a dating profile. Um, you see some historical stuff about, like, Ture being a, a French like family name and like where it comes from and that sort of thing. Uh, you see there's, there's, a, there's a neighborhood um, in, um, in Europe by that same name and you can see a couple of pictures of like hills and stuff and it's mm-hmm. nothing of nothing of pretty important. What if I combine Spooner Street, Spooner Avenue with Ture? Oh, that's what that's called. Okay. Uh, that also pulls up nothing. It's got to be a different name. We're gonna probably have to go to a library or something. Check local archives. That's fine. Well, an archaeology won't give me anything on the table. Archaeology on the table? Yeah, an old antique table. Probably not. Not old enough for your your uh, expertise. But if you want to try it, go right ahead. I mean, if it's not worth it, it's not. I would say that this. This doesn't look like an Egyptian table or like a Sumerian table. This is like, it's like you Baroque styling. Like it's probably been, probably you know, art or something. It's made in like yeah. the 1800s, according to like a Baroque style, and like probably okay. was refinished. <laughs> Nothing specifically culty or anything. I thought about the table. Cool, cool. Well, you do take a look at the table. It's a pretty standard kind of table of a standard size. Again, the legs are kind of they've got this sort of like. Baroque kind of filigree about them, but otherwise it just looks like a like a, a nice um, like center room table. 
that somebody would buy from a from a, a, a dealership or antiques road show. It looks nice. I mean, it's there's like a thin film, like very thin film of dust on it because it was just sort of sitting in the storage area. But otherwise, it looks like the lacquer is nice and like the actual construction is still good. Like it's a it's a it's a hmm. it's a center room worthy piece. Oh, I just go to sleep until the library's open in the morning. Okay, what about the rest of you? Anything to do before the night is over? I don't think my skill set allows for that. I'm going to hit up a Walmart and just get some extra incidentals. Uh, small fire extinguisher, Halligan forcible entry tool, timer. Um, we really need to... And maybe a couple extra uh, PPE, personal protective equipment. All of it's incidental with the exception of the pry bar, which is standard. Okay, yeah, well then, in that case, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, you've, you've got enough money on hand to get a hold of those, then that's fine. Yeah. Okay, it's not unusual expense or anything. All right, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, Carly, I don't think, at, at least at this point, with the materials that they uh, got back, um, you were using archaeology? Well, I could have used history as well. I, well they just said old tables. I'm so. confused. Are you an archaeologist or an anthropologist? I'm an or anthropologist. I just have, you just have some archaeology. Are you, yeah. you using anthropology for something? or Is there any other skills you want to try to use? Like, I, I mean, to talk with me, I can probably make something happen for you. Well, I haven't actually seen the table. No, you. yeah, you haven't seen any materials yet. No. So I don't really know how I could make a check. Okay, that's fair. I mean, you could just... Call the night off and just yeah. I'm going to bolt. sleep off the premium slam. I'm going to bolt up out of a half sleep and remember I'd finish that it first. he had <laughs> a, a damn slam. camera in the storage unit, and I'm going to hook that camera up to my laptop and see what photos are on it. Okay. Uh, you see what looks like uh, several photos. Uh, judging by the Google Maps entry for 1206 Spooner Street, this is the same house. Clearly taken from a what looks like a surveillance position across the street, um, from adjacent angles, like you're getting all angles of the house and everything like that. Mm-hmm. It's clear that Donnelly was, um, of course, that's 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 obvious knowledge. He was interested in the house and that he was yeah. doing some kind of surveillance on it. You also see in some of these photographs a um, young Arabic woman um, entering and exiting the house. Presumably, uh, Yamila Isari. Hmm. Is she larger than the body we have? Yeah, she's a she's a full grown woman. She's like five foot five or something. I'm just a, she could have been a small person. I never know. All right, is that it? No, no interior pictures. No, nothing interior. Did the scraps of notebook paper have anything written yes, on them? Yes, I'm going to look through all the notebook paper. And so the um, the uh, entries on this this notebook paper, um, as you're moving through, um, it's uh, clearly ha- it's it's handwriting. Pres- uh, you, the assumption is that it's Donnelly's hand. Um, the first couple of pages are the most coherent. They tell you that uh, 1206 Lunar Avenue is something that has um, garnered Donnelly's obsession for, like, some time. 
from months. And Obviously, months. Just, it has pictures of Mila. Uh, apparently, Donnelly, from from the entries in this in these 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 loose leaf notebook pages, Donnelly was a local. Was from this part of the country. He'd heard stories about this house as a child. Um, there were there was talk that it was haunted, and he it never really crossed his mind. It never really it was just just a, an old folk tale that you heard when you were a kid and a you know, a bored suburban neighborhood, until uh, the death of someone named Amanda Braintree uh, that he mentions happened a, cu- a couple of years back. Like B-R-A-I-N tree? Like literally brain tree. Whoa. Together. When your brain stem grows into a brain tree. <laughs> Apparently Donnelly, and this again, this is in the first couple of pages, it's actually coherent. Um, is this a Gungeon soundtrack? No. Oh, never mind. This is the soundtrack of Prisoners mm-hmm. movie with uh, uh, Hugh Jackman and what's his name. So the the notes say that Donnelly began investigating the house, uh, posing as a as a buyer, right? And apparently he this it, strangely it it turns into more of a diary entry at this point. There's something a more personal turn here as he describes that he felt this sort of cold magnetic feeling where he actually considered for a moment while he was at talking to the realtor purchasing the house it was a strange sort of urge that came over him and he sort of shook it off and sent word up to the organization I mean which he presumably is Delta Green yeah um, he never mentions it by name but um, and apparently he waited but they never replied hmm Later, uh, several sheets in, the notes become like haphazard, disjointed. Um, it describes Donnelly trying to dissuade uh, Yamila Isari from buying the house, but he says he recognized some kind of quote unquote fervor in her eyes um, that seemed familiar to him. Apparently, she couldn't be convinced, and he couldn't he couldn't do anything about it. You know, like there was nothing that he could um, uh, do um, legally, morally, to like convince her to you not know, buy it. To not buy it, um, and so he he basically stepped up surveillance. Uh, he remarks that later, uh, Isari seemed to isolate herself in the house. Then the last few pages are incredibly bizarre. They're they're scattered, scrawled statements that almost look like math equations. They don't seem to be in any order. Um, It's blank equals blank slash this. There's small sketches of what look like architectural features. Um, It it looks like the scrawling of of like a crazy person. Bent on like a single purpose. Specifically investigating this house. If you... Out of, ga- out of game, if you go to the Facebook page for the event, you can find a scrap of Donnelly's notes that you can read. Cool. Oh, I'm going to say I um, I reattached the license plate in the yeah. parking lot. Okay. Sounds good. I'm going to be driving around mm-hmm. without that. I imagine this SUV has a fairly good, like, seal on it. Like, 
people walking by aren't going to be able to smell a dead body. I mean, if they get up close to, like, the sliding door unit and, like, really give a whiff, like, maybe. But, like, no, it's not stinking from the parking lot. Yeah. 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 And we're also at a super seedy, like, hotel. Uh, you said hotel, not motel. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Holiday Inn. Yes. Like we got to go off-brand. Festivities in some of house. Molly can check it out tomorrow. And maybe you can make some death notices. Hmm. Always goes so well when you tell people who is dying. Yeah. Oh degree. god, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm, I'm fairly sure all of these people are known to be dead at this point. Well, you know... So, do any of the scraps the of pictures match up? Wife, so you um, can call her. Description of Spooner Street. She's in the. I mean, they, they look like features of Spooner Street. Like you find the the same like gable window, the same like porch area. Like it all it all tracks. Okay. Okay. I will Google Amanda Braintree. Okay. Maybe doesn't sleep well. <laughs> Burn that willpower. So you're just straight Googling the name, nothing connected to Spooner Street or anything? I will just start with or? just Googling the name. Okay. But I mean, it was like, what, 10 when we got to the hotel, so I've got some time. It's probably like 11.30 or something. Yeah. The library probably won't open until 9. Sifting through the sort of digital garbage that you get when you Google just a name. Yeah. Um, there is... Uh, one, it looks like a, it looks like a professional article, like a, like a citable thing from the, from the Journal of Psychological Research. Mm-hmm. Um, it, apparently the brain injury family's name checked in there. Apparently there was a suicide in the family. There's not much mention of it, but it is, it is, uh, there's not many, much detail, but it is mentioned in respect to, like, um, uh, suicides and suburban neighborhoods and sort of like any um, any meaningful correlation between the two. So someone by Bra- the last name Braintree wrote that? No, the, it's name checked in the article. Oh, okay. I will now search for Amanda Braintree and uh, Spooner Avenue. No, no meaningful result. Amanda Braintree suicide. You get the same same article, but no, okay. otherwise, no meaningful results. You see a couple of other suicides of people named Amanda, or you know, some information about uh, funerals for Braintree people, but they don't seem to be related. It's just a lot of digital cruft. No, you're kidding. Mm. That um, article that wasn't authored by Emilio Guerra, was it? Was it? The article about the brain tree. Oh, the the, the brain tree article. As a matter of fact, it was. Cool. Huh. It lists um, Emilio Guerra, the professor of abnormal psychology, at uh, Fulton College, which is about. Judging from what you understand about the area now, is like it's like two towns over. Right, so within the within the purview of like 
local interest and academic research, but like still close enough to home, right? It seems though we'll have to get a hold of. We have this table. Tucker seems to be. Elizabeth seems to be a, a decent place to start with maybe wherever this might come from. If it's anything, mm-hmm. maybe it might be just junk, but. Con- to find out. Considering that this house has some ties to more history, right? Just in general, right? Because of people owning this house and things going on, maybe maybe uh, historical insight may prove to be useful. Uh, and then I get well. Then we also have this uh, professor too, but. Seems to me that we meet up with everybody in the morning. Yeah. So how about in the morning we all get together and figure out what we're all going to do? Yeah. Because we have a lot of different things to cover. Get together at Donnie's. Yep. Yeah, I guess so. Assuming the night passes uneventfully. Do we fight spooky ghosts? I guess I will go to sleep. Okay. So who's got a hold of the the Nokia, the burner? Yep. Tanner. That phone rings. Wake up. And it's sort of late. It's one o'clock at night. Hello? I warned you. Your window just closed up a bit. I expect no more flashes. Do you understand? At this point, there won't be. I have the authority to terminate this operation. And to make sure that you agents... Are also terminated. Are we clear? Crystal. Good. I've had to spend far, far too much of my night talking to fat police chiefs, waving away your stunt earlier this evening. I'm not going to say it's worth it yet, but I'll let you know when we have something concrete. Get better. Like a body. It's a weird body, yeah. We need. Why is it weird? Mm-hmm. Is it so much storage unit? <laughs> I really suggest yeah, you don't but... tell Carly about this phone call. <laughs> I assume, does that, what, so what time does that, that ring? Like, like so one, one o'clock in the morning. We're not sharing rooms. Oh, we're not? Oh, okay, that's fine. Sorry. At least I'm not sharing a room with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sharing a room with either one of you. <laughs> I imagine that the three of us are probably just shoved in one room because, like, <laughs> whatever, man. Uh, that's a that's a good place to, to break. It's a very right. clean break. So. Mm-hmm. The guy that we're working for just threatened to kill us all. Fire <laughs> us. Yeah, like I said, that that was a C minus job we pulled there. <laughs> I feel like terminate was a very specifically used word. Yeah, very specifically like, used word. If, if we had someone that was more like hand-to-hand oriented, I think that could have gone maybe more smoothly. To be to be absolutely clear, that was O'Malley's voice. You definitely recognize yeah. that. Yeah. What did you mean by punctured tire? Literally, like, pop the car's tires. Oh, the cop car? The cop car. Yeah. Cruiser, yeah it's so. a great way to get their attention without them being able to chase you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except then they would have seen us. They've seen the car with no license plate. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the idea I was trying to get across. Don't worry, Don't worry it got handled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it got handled exceptionally well, I might say. <laughs> I might, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. 
But another yeah, universe it was, it was, could. It just seemed difficult. I was trying to figure out in my head like what we could have done to... Because of, I felt the, killing them would have been way worse. Yeah, yes. that would have been the worst thing we yeah. could have done. Aside there. like from knocking out four people before they see any of our faces, like I don't know what we were supposed to have done. Even that's not great. Tried to yeah. like, he prolonged exposure period means they will know what we look like. Yeah. Yep. Honestly, because if he wouldn't take twelve hundred dollars, that's always like yeah, we didn't even we didn't even expose our faces. Yeah, for the exception of like on the scene, but like honestly, the safest thing to do, thinking back on it, would have been. Climb the fence, but get on top of the neighboring unit and just watch. See what happens and deal with whatever falls out. I think dealing with not having bolt cutters in originally is kind of a... I don't see that as big a problem. They seem pretty keen on probably popping that earlier. Where? Why did the two people there... Or why were there already two people there? And two, for two some extra reason, people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the like, two extra people working with the guy that wouldn't take the grand mm-hmm. to let us into the locker. Yeah, that, something else was. In it. his mind, was just a random lost locker. So somebody was probably going to clean that area up. Yeah. And, and like at best, we could have watched what was going on, handled whatever happened. It could have been the two storage locker guys gets whacked. They that, get paid off. Yeah, I feel like us... A whole lot of unknown. Just but. observing makes it more likely we have to kill people. <laughs> because yeah. once they've seen what's in that locker... I mean, we don't know what's in there to begin with. What we know now, probably not a problem. Like, it's just a bunch of weird shit. Body's but weird, but... The coffin definitely would have been... Not the body. I'm talking yeah. about like all of this fake IDs yeah, and all of that yeah, stuff. That doesn't look great, but... Could so be, what, who cares? All of that could have been hand-waved away by yeah. an FBI explanation, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean. It's it's one of those where it's not great, but we probably could have let it slide. But yeah. Except who the hell are the other two people? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that's where the watching would come in handy. If they did something out of hand, if they killed people off, then at least we have reason to act. But none of them are dead. We got chided, sure, but... We didn't get fired. As long as we survive <laughs> this and solve the problem, we're still okay. Except we just lost a day. We lost a day, yeah, basically. I mean... That's not bad. That's talk to people and then deal with the house. Which, after reading the note there, dealing with the problem might be a little more difficult than we want it to be. Seems somebody's already tried to burn the body, and it didn't go so well. Gross. Yeah. He didn't say that we lost a day. He just said our window got a little bit smaller. I'm gonna read that as we lost a day. He also said that our time limit was nominal. Hmm. Which I would interpret as like fairly flexible. But we did get local PD. Alerted to something. That's true, but though though they're alerted, the nice part is that at least we're not like it, it, entangled in some. I never gave my name. You gave Mike. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't get badge numbers. Nothing yeah. got copied down. They seen our faces, which is not yeah. great. But if we don't bump into the same cops, or if we get out of there before an APB pops up, we'll be fine. So we got a day, right? Well, anyway, we got the we got the box, and that seems to be the most confrontational part of this whole ordeal. 
That in the house, yeah. I, I think we did good by hitting that storage locker up and getting that body out of there. So. As, as soon as my character actually is able to read that note, we'll have something to report back right. that we've done good. <laughs> and if we find anything weird about the body through autopsy or otherwise, even better. Yeah. And also, I think if we play that. up I think the house, also if we play up the idea that these people were by far and away interested, yeah, in this, then it almost seems like we we had to, we had to step in. Yeah, <laughs> we've got some evidence. We need to do something. We can explain things away after the fact. But right. that's for debrief. Right. That is not for a phone conversation. Yeah. I'll tell you that given the state of the body as you saw when you opened the coffin and autopsy There's is not like, be much you can't, you really can't do that. Yeah, you could maybe like take a handful of like putrid, disintegrated material and like do a chem test on it or something yeah. like that. But other than that, like this ain't an autopsy of a body. You're not doing anything forensics. Yeah, with yeah. This, unless it's DNA. It's just like, it's just like dead body garbage at this point, you know. Are we going to continue this? No, this was it. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> you haven't even gone to the house yet. Of course we're going to continue it. Yeah. You have to at least get to the house. And so people is, can die. And let me kill this you. This is an interesting wrinkle that wasn't there the last time. I know. This. It was like cake last time. We just paid the dude and you were his fiance. Yeah. <laughs> what the yeah. hell, man? We We've got shit. some interesting things like you have more people, some of whom mm-hmm. are veteran Delta Green agents. It's yeah. got to be a little bit trickier. Mm-hmm. But, but how about not? <laughs> <laughs> We've got the phrase... Delta Green is a game you don't win. Delta <laughs> Green is a game you survive. <laughs> the phrase burn it... Crease tried, didn't work. Others? Talk to survivors, Canadian mental health... Something? Yeah, we get to do a lot of talking. Did he try to burn the house, or just the body? Unsure. I'm assuming body could be house. Because that seems super straightforward, so I'm sure there's a reason we can't do that. I mean, above it, there is shovel, gloves... Headlamp, cash, question mark, and then burn it. So could be talking about his supplies, but I get Talk the feeling... Talk to survivors, Canadian mental health... Something. Laws? Maybe. Question mark. Music from dining room. Laughter slash noise upstairs. Someone else in house, plus Iseri not returning calls. Falcone death? Question mark. Coroner? Right. Question mark. Wheeler furniture slash book slash papers question mark estate question mark talk to it in bold tonight know my knew name knew my name knew my name knows I'm watching it or knew I'm actually it's it's name knew my name uh, still no movement uh, open house next week buy it burn it so I think the first burn it refers to the body and then saying that that didn't work, somebody else tried it. And the bottom one is burn the house. It's a lot of context, and there's nothing for sure. Uh, above that, we've got, uh, what was that, like, Chiray not dead? Slash roaming the house, question mark? Slash only at night, question mark? Slash really wanna, grave. I don't really want to burn the house. It's a lot of information that we could learn. I mean, something's happening. Yeah, like, we'll figure out what we want to do, but I think next time it's going to be... Hit up those two people, talk to them, 
and then make a plan for how we deal with the house. Oh. That's part of why I picked up some more supplies. I'll have like personal Next protection for everybody. Is, uh... Halloween. No, Halloween's no, on Wednesday. Um, yeah. That's right. Excellent. Um, who's going through that? I have played through it and seen multiple playthroughs, so I will be a, yeah, that's the same, a cheeky yeah. observer. Yeah, that's the same. Yeah, I think I, I, I have no idea. Rachel and I have played through like a couple, you know, like an I hour or so briefly. Hmm. Yeah, I think we're all just here to watch. We're all here to judge. Jason. My my assumption was that like is it? I would have the controller, no, yeah. and you guys would be like. What should we do? Basically, by committee, trying to yeah. figure out like. So, like, Twitch do. plays Pokemon just with yeah, well, yeah, basically, yeah. Uh, Until Dawn is kind of a haunted house, choose your own adventure game. It's like a, it's like a playable slasher film or a playable yeah. horror film, basically. Like you have there's there's quick time events and choices and stuff like that that you can make that will determine what plays out in front of you. And oh, unlike, so we're gonna come watch you die? Yeah, and unlike a lot of movies. This one actually has a fairly good job of creating paths where characters can die, and it affects the storyline rather dramatically. Yeah, it's not like, this is where the person dies every playthrough. Yeah. There is a path through the game where pretty much nobody dies, and there's a path through the game where everybody dies. And there's gradation between yeah, I've never... I have no idea what this yeah, is. So we're going to do next... It's cool. Game. It's excited to watch. Probably one of my favorite in that genre yeah. because of how well it's done. It's cool. It yeah. was an exceptional release at the yeah. time for that style of game. Like, it was really... I wish it well sold received. better. It didn't sell very well, man, because... It, it's, it did okay. It's yeah. kind of a weird... Niche. Genre. Niche yeah. thing. Yeah. Are we doing anything else this week? I know you have a show Thursday This night. week? No. Okay. So you just I have rehearsal on Monday and Wednesday, and there's a show on Thursday. 